Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Bottom of the Bill. We got the original Florida man in the house, <laughs> Lane Pittman. Is that all right if we call you that? I don't care what you call me. <laughs> the <that>. OFM. <laughs> original Florida man. The OG Florida man. Well, thanks for being here today, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and we'll do the obligatory cheers. I know you don't drink, so we'll just do the there you go. thing. Did you get him a like water, My cup of air. Do you was want that your water? I had, you know, I had a water bottle. I had a, my Hydro Flask. I'm going to go but get it. Like, but if you want to get it, you can't. I'll get it for you. Don't worry about it. Good. Maybe I can... Uh, plug my band even more and somebody will yeah. actually, will actually get more than like seven listens a month <laughs> <laughs> i feel that talk feel a, that talk struggle. amongst yourselves i'll go get your water oh uh, well yeah let's actually let's let's get into that then you want to talk about uh is it, uh kate uh i have it let's let's here. hear you say sick there you go is, it, is that correct there you go yeah, that's right do people man. usually say like kasik or yeah, something yeah they say is it kasik or is it like k sick it's just dudes one word it's the literal worst band name we could have picked yeah. <laughs> why um, did you guys pick the name dude it was okay so we're a three-piece. It's me, my brother, and my buddy Mitch that's the bass player. So I'm guitar, front man, screamer. Christian's the my brother, and he's the drummer, screamer, like whatever. So me and him, like, we've always played music together, like, for as long as I can remember. We've always played in the back room, hashed stuff out. And I this was, like, I don't know how long ago. And I was like, hey, man, like, let's get a band going together. Like, what do you – I sent him, like, a bunch of – like band names or something and it was like a typo like like i i'd sent that i sent it to somebody and i was like oh that'd be a, like a cool band name no it's not but i put it in the list and he was like dude i think Kasich would be cool because you, no one else has that <laughs> i was like because yeah, it sucks that <laughs> well that is true that nobody thank else you, has thank it you, thank you you didn't spike it did you uh, you filled it up? Okay. <laughs> filled it up with something. Billy heard I'm a conservative, man. That. He might. He might. <laughs> I got that. I got that same water bottle, just a bigger one over here. Let's play the guessing game real quick. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's play the guessing game. How do you think you pronounce my band name right here? Um. Is it like Kasich? Ah, yeah, you got it right. That, that yeah. was so, that, that was such a natural. That was nice, uh, dude. Nice. Nobody just, really gets it right. That kind of well, there's no vowel in between this, so I assumed it was like that. Uh, I, I was gonna say maybe Cusack, but I was like, nah, Cusack. Yeah. No, I feel like <laughs> I, I, I mean, like that just makes sense why it would be called Kasick. I, I can't imagine. I mean, I guess people do say Kasick though, and people have things. called it Kasick before. Yeah. If there's sure. an apostrophe, I get it. Maybe you just yeah. put like a big old period in between K and Sick, and then people get it. The thing is, it's supposed to or look dash. like I the, when I initially did it, like, so you got the. Like a capital K at the front and at the end, and then you have S I C, which means like a misspelling, right? Like sick, like yeah, you put yeah, that yeah. and stuff. So that's kind of like K sick. It was a typo, but that's like the kind of little I don't know. It was a little play on it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So it's like I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a bad band name is what it is. You guys ever think about reversing the last K, the like reversing the last K, like fucking like, you know making it all like. Like you know, maybe when we cheesy. put the new single out, we could probably do something. Yeah, something super like cheesy. You guys need yeah. a marketing person or what? Because I can I'm, handle. So <laughs> technically, I'm I'm everything. Because okay. <laughs> I'm I'm the bank. Um, for sure, I'm the bank. Um, but yeah, man, maybe I don't know. We've always talked about changing the name. I just haven't found anything worth changing it to yet. Yeah. In order to like rebrand. So hey, if there's any labels that listen to this podcast, like ton you, of them. Do, you want so. you want to sign us? We'll change the name to whatever you want. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> we're not we're not sold on the name. Let's put it that way. Whenever I meet somebody who has a band name that's like hard to pronounce or people pronounce it wrong, I just think of the that thing you do. Yeah, the, the Oneaters. Oneaters instead the of the what? Wa- do you ever see that movie? It's like a fifties movie with that thing you do. 
What's the name of the song so, with Tom Hanks and Colin Hanks? And yeah, it came no. out like in, in like '97 or something. Oh, it's it's a great. I was five years old, so no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, I'm not that much older. Yeah. No, no, no. Y'all are way, we're way yeah, older. We're way, way older. older. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's their their name was the Wonders, but it's spelled O N E D E R S instead of Wonders. I get it. And okay. They, and they were like, everyone's gotcha. calling you the O'Neaters. O'Neaters. Yeah. I could see that <laughs> for sure. And they did for that sure. way because like the Beatles with like beat versus you know Beatles B E E T L Oh beat oh I've seen that B E A T you know what I mean that's are we are we too unpopular opinions because that's like the one of the worst band names ever what the Beatles with E E what I mean obviously it's not though right because they're probably one of the most famous bands maybe maybe that's what I'm trying to say it doesn't matter what your band name is if you're just good that's great uh Ben or however you say their name nobody knows anymore. Uh, uh, just got super big, and then they're like, "Yeah, we were learning Thai, like Thailand, uh, the yeah, language." Just, yeah. And then they were like, oh, "It's the Thai uh, name for Thai word for airplane," and they're like, "Yeah, we really regret calling it that because we didn't think we were gonna get so big." Oh wow! And what then is, what's the name of the band? It's K H R U A N G. How do you spell it? Or how do you say it? Krumbin. Krum. It's, it's wow. Yeah. Krum- and what are like? Are they from America? They're from, like, they're from Houston. Houston they're yeah. from Texas. Houston. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! They <laughs> and they they blew up real quick. Uh, and so wow. They, that's what. Uh, uh, is it is it a jam band? No, it's like an indie rock band. Uh, I would say indie funk. They're really kind of jammy. I mean, they're they're a little bit jammy, but like their uh, 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 their bassist Laura Lee was like, yeah, I was learning Thai and thought it would be. It was just like that's a really cool name before they were even close to being famous. They're like. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> also, has only been playing bass for like four years or something. Yeah, and not too shabby to wow. look at. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and they blew, uh, wouldn't that be nice? That'd yeah, be freaking sweet. I just want like one song to just blow up, and I just get royalties from it for the rest of my. I life. just want people Although, to show up to our shows. Yeah, hey, hey, you know, let's start there, bro. Let's start. Let's, there. start let's start there, man. That'd be great. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think my favorite, ev- like, moment ever with Kasich, the band name, like, so. We used to do like kind of covers and originals like type of deal. Like we'd have, we'd go out play at Lynch's and we'd play all of our covers, and then we'd switch our bass player and then go play all of our originals. And you, you, um, wait, you switch in the middle switch, of the show? We, no, not middle of the show. We'd go play at so, like like another gig or something, oh, like I another see, place. Um, and dude, I remember we were playing Lynch's one time. Dude was hammer drunk, and he was like, "Play something, play something." It wasn't Freebird. I don't remember if it was Freebird, but it was like, "Play some song." And I just kind of looked at him. I was like, "Dude, we don't we don't really take requests. Like, we have like our set of songs, and that's it." And uh, <laughs> we got done playing another song. He just walks by and goes, "K sick, more like K suck." <laughs> <It> just <left. laughs> oh my God. I was like, "Dude, that was that was <laughs> solid burn. Was like, that was burn. Uh, that was good, dude. I respect oh, that's, that. that sucks. <laughs> solid burn. K suck." <laughs> yeah, don't make don't make your band name something that you can turn into an insult immediately. Yeah, <laughs> or do it. I mean, maybe or you pop off. It. I don't flipping know. That's uh. marketing, bro. What uh, uh how did you? What was the process of forming the band? Um, so like me and you know me and my brother, we've played forever. You know, since he was like a kid. You know, and just he's a gnarly, super gnarly drum player. He's a great musician all, overall, man. Um, got a good voice and everything. But um, you know, we kind of learned our chops kind of together. And um, we just we never had anything solid for a while. Like you know, I was <clears throat> I'm like seven years older than him, so he's like he's like my half brother. And, um, and I'm like I'll never be in a band with this kid. Like this freaking kid, you know, like whatever. And then I, just as it progressed, he just got so gnarly. And I was like, dude, we should actually do something, you know. And I played in a high school band that sounded like 
a watered down red hot chili peppers but way worse <laughs> and um <laughs> and so the bass player in that band he's a good homie of mine his name's mitch and he loves metal music too but he would never like kind of bring it around like the chili pepper kind of thing and i don't know so eventually i started learning how to play just like a little bit more heavier stuff and i was like dude like you want to you want to like like hop back in this like little project and he was like oh yeah dude give me a that <laughs> and so it's a good impression i'm sure dude he's he's stereotypical bass player just like super deep voice and but dude he rips man he plays freaking really well too i'm definitely the least talented in our band like i like the least talented <laughs> I, I, I thought your playing was great on the on the recordings i heard oh, listening to oh, those thanks man i yeah. i think i suck <laughs> <laughs> well how long have you been playing for Close to 20 years, probably, man. I got a guitar when I was, like, for Christmas. It was I didn't even ask for it, but my dad gave me a guitar for Christmas, and I was like, cool. I think my arm my arm, my arm was broken at the time. I had it in a cast. Yeah. And I was like, I got a Christmas present I can't use. I was like, sweet. Fun. So I had to wait a little bit, and then um, I almost quit. I almost quit playing. But, you know, I don't know. If you, if you learn something cool and you got your friends and your kid, they're like, man – that's so cool. Play it again. Play it again. And you play this one thing. Dude, my one thing was uh, the intro to Wanted Dead or Alive by John Bon Jovi. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> learning that one a long time ago, too. Yeah. That was like the first cool thing that I learned. That's a, that is a cool melody, actually. It's a cool it's line to play. Sick. It's yeah. pretty sick. It's my favorite bad, part man. of that song is just, play for keeps. Yeah. Playing for keeps. Yeah, I just, oh, yeah, I just do that like around the house. Or just, <laughs> I like the echo. It's like, <laughs> Wanted, Wanted. Yeah. The echo is so good. You could you could pull off a good Bon Jovi, I feel like, in a, like a tribute band or something. Man, if I could sing good, sure. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I switched to, like, screaming vocals because I was like, dude, I, my singing is just not there. <laughs> so I'm curious about the – were you always drawn, like, to metal? Was that something you always wanted to play or mm. was it, some, you know, just kind of fall in your lap? It kind of fell in my lap. Um My dad grew me up with, like, 80s hair metal, like, rat – Poison, Def Leppard, like Quiet Riot, stuff like that. Like I always loved like the guitar playing, just like you know, just the the you know, I don't know if you want to call it like party vibe feel behind that type of stuff. The classics, yeah, the classics, dude. I mean, freaking, they're so good. Yeah. Um, but uh, I remember I heard my first like hardcore like guitar riff, and it was um, it's so lame now. Uh. Unholy Confessions by Avenged Sevenfold. Okay. So I was like, I got to learn that. Yeah. Freaking learn that riff. And I was like, that's freaking cool. And then I heard, uh, I kind of just like ended there. I learned that one lick and I was like, yeah, the screaming stuff's like super dumb. Like I would never do that. And I was like, the guitar's cool though. And so then I kind of eased my way into, have you ever heard of Maylene and the Sons of Disaster? No. Okay. They're like Leonard Skinner, but covered like drenched in kerosene like set on fire okay they're like southern type metal like pantera-esque okay if that's what you want to kind of just not as ripping as dimebag maylene and the sons of disaster maylene and the sons of, and they're they're uh, they're a florida-based band that and, makes sense um i heard a song from them on my buddy's myspace profile and i was like i gotta learn that that is super cool and then just like fell in love with that band and then that band kind of ease my way into like kind of heavier stuff and heavier and heavier and it kind of progressed but none of my friends at the beach really listened to that stuff really yeah no, i mean i could 
none of my friends. Uh, I, people did. People for sure did. But those those kids were always like way too. I couldn't hang around those kids. Those kids were way too cool. They're like the Words and Red Crew, and like I don't know, just like all those old like hardcore scenes. They were just like getting tattoos, and I'm just like I'm not that cool. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I'm like no. Um, so one of my best friends, he he was like, dude, you should like listen to the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I was like, all right, cool. And I was like, yo, they're great, too. I love the Chili Peppers. I, I really do. I love, like, both – I love all ends of the spectrum when it comes to music. And uh, l- felt it did, like, a deep dive on the Chili Peppers. Like, John Frusciante, the guitar player, I was like, okay, I can write, like, songs, like, listening to this guy. You can write, like – you know, people can – you can sing to it. You can do something. It's not just, like, something super brutal, you know. And uh, so learn how to play that kind of style of stuff and play that for, like – I don't know how long and I was like kind of stuck with that for a little bit but there's always something like in the back of my mind that was like dude you should play some heavy stuff you should play some heavy stuff and I was like all right cool and so then the whole hurricane video thing happened and Slayer picked up like the freaking like they retweeted it Slayer did like the raining blood thing and I was like all right there's a time and place for me to market myself as like a metal dude I was like I need to do this now. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just need to go into it. And uh, I've always I always wanted to do metal. So it, was, it just happened to, at that moment. It was like the push. It was like, you just, just do it. Yeah, you know? like, it's like uh, Godtown Lieutenant Dan to, like, chill yep. out. But except for, like, yep. yeah, I've made this hurricane for you, son. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right, brother. <laughs> that's so exactly right. I have, is uh, that really? Okay. You no, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. I was like, is that really what happened? It was like, yeah, the deciding moment. Yeah. Heavy it was, metal it was more on. like it just kind of like that thought was always in the back of my head. Like me and my brother were kind of writing heavier things and stuff and yeah. like riffing a little bit. But it it never really formed into something until all this like metal community started like I started gathering around that and I was like, dude, I need to like I just actually need to do this. You know, I just need to just try. And I mean, it's been fun. I, I don't I don't plan on like my band blowing up or anything, but if the opportunity came and we got to play, we have something to show. You know, so I mean I love doing it too. Like it's super fun, man. Like metal is a freaking fantastic genre to play. Not my mom and relatives are like what the heck are you doing like what is this <laughs> just curious like what's the what's the like um i don't know the word i'm trying or what i'm trying to say like what's the scarcity for metal keyboardists what do you oh it's like t- hard to find them yeah is it hard to find metal keyboardists you know i haven't asked you haven't asked i haven't asked All i right. know that metal projects do have like synth yeah esque players like synth slash like backing tracks like doom doom stuff stuff. yeah stuff like that um and like pads and everything and um even prog like like some of the heavier prog stuff like like bands like periphery and stuff like that you'll hear like yep weird synthy stuff going on i mean i've never really been into that that type of metal i'm more of like a you should have a guitar maybe two guitars drum bass i think that's maybe why i felt so excluded from that side of things it's like i could like i could like it but at the same time i wouldn't be able to like i can't even jam with you well how do you ever heard of under oath yeah okay dude they he has that's like the coolest that's like the for me the coolest his name's chris i know him and he's like the nicest coolest dude ever but he just like is a maniac on stage bro like behind his thing and i'm like I would like to play piano because this dude's just ripping so hard and just going ham. You yeah. know, like there's, yeah, it works for sure. I'm just curious. It's there. 
especially with I feel like maybe not so so, many, so much synthesizers, but like piano. I feel yeah. like because it's such a classically based that's what I mean genre of music. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm just like I'm just feeling like fuck it. Like in my thirties, I want to branch out. Do it, dude. Why not? I just have a feeling though it'd be like okay, we're gonna need you on this one song, and then I'd be like, cool, I'm just gonna stand here for it. <laughs> the rest well, of the, the thing set. is, you got you got to find other ways to like. Even if it's not on the recording, you yeah. can find in ways to implement it live on certain things, yeah. which would be cool, too. Like, you throw know? a piano? Or you just dude. be a fucking roadie and then just play on one song. And, and just that's go there every and musician's and dream, dude, to be a roadie. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. It's about, that's, <laughs> that's, about, that's about the best you got going for you, bud. <laughs> Dang, shots fired. That's all, no, that's fine. It's part yeah, of it's fine. I was just curious. You have fun here. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was just wondering <laughs> what, what it was like. Being a metal musician, and if there was room for a piano, and it just—I always. For I, sure. He wants to audition you, for your band, is what you're saying? No, 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 not at all. I wasn't trying to leave side hustle to be, you know, start a metal band. I was just wondering <laughs> what it was like. As I'm—that's what I do. I play piano, and I don't play anything else. I can barely sing, so I'd be like, that'd be all I could do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that great of a guitar player either. So, I mean, I found I found I found a way to do it. You know, like whatever. I mean, it's 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 a hard genre to play on guitar, man. I would like. I mean, I've sat there not practice as much as I should, but I mean, I've sat there and like worked on it where I do like downstrokes, like sixteenth note downstrokes yeah, yeah, yeah. for like I get I get at at 120 BPMs I can go for maybe two measures. And then my hand just stops. Well, well you're you're practicing harder than I am, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but you're better at it. But I would imagine you're better at it than I am, which is what's fucking crazy. What about what about? I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. That's the person that really pushes me to get better is my brother. Like he effortlessly can play that stuff on drums, and he's like, "No, it goes like this." You know, he's just like, "It goes like this," and I'm like. I don't know, dude. Like, I'm trying to figure it out, man. Like, it's, I don't know, bro. It's it's an impressively hard genre to play, I will say. It's, it's a lot guitar. of fun. The, my hardest thing is screaming on top of playing it. Yeah, it's that's got to be that's fucking. That's my number one. It's like if I write something that's already hard for me to play and then I have to scream on top of it, one of the two are not going to be good live. <laughs> one yeah. of the, one of the, so I have to, like practice practice both of those things like a lot to get him to work you know my friend uh in high school he went to providence too you probably know him too if you went there like when you were younger his name's perry rose he used to go by trey maybe anyways he ended up being in a post-hardcore band and he was a s screamer for it yeah. i i feel so bad saying screamer vocals you could, you could it doesn't matter right dude. if you if people get pissed off by Labels like that, I just whatever, dude. No, no, no. I, I'm more, I'm yeah, more I mean, saying that I look, I feel yeah. like I sound. You feel stupid. like you like it, it like undermines them or something, undercuts them. No, it just sounds like I'm just like a dumb, uneducated. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh, you're uh, not. But he he would, yeah, he would practice that. I'm just like, holy fuck. He was a hell of a piano player too. Really? But, uh, I, I was just like, you practice that? Like, how do you even practice that without like just destroying your whole throat? Dude. You go, you. It's a, it's a process. Yeah. I've, I mean, it's advanced level me, singing, I'm, I'm in my opinion. Like, I still feel like I'm not doing it right. Like there's, I think there's like, there's like this one chick. She's called uh, Melissa Cross. She from Otep. I don't know. Otep was like, a, yeah. I mean, it, there's like she, been several metal singers. No, no, she's she's, she's, not. she's she's not. She's not. She's not. She's old. I swear, this old like witch is what she is. It's, she's like, she's a ginger. So she's uh, she's cool in my book. She's cool in my book, anyways. But she's cooler because she's a ginger. But um, 
she literally all the big screamers that are like vocalists, whatever you want to call them, they like go to her and she teaches them how to like perfect their like screaming and a lot of a lot of people blow their throat out and they actually have to have like emergency vocal cord surgery and stuff what? like that. What? Blow yeah. your throat oh, yeah, out? Dude. Yeah, yeah, it happens. It sounds so it happens awful. a lot, dude. It happens a lot because people think they legitimately have to yell and like scream. Like if you they're don't, like blood like bust a freaking vein in their forehead like type of scream. So you don't so you don't actually like put all your effort it's into like it. It's like call like a fault cord or something. Ooh, I like, what? Like whoa! Okay, but what did you call that? False cord. A false cord. Yeah, false. It's something like that. Ghost, ghost cord. I, I don't really know the technical term. Interesting. Yeah, because it's like, uh, uh, is that gonna be in key with anything? You're just screaming, but it you sounds know? like it's in key. You know what I mean? It yeah. sounds like I could be like, that sounds like a D. It's probably always D. Well, and then it probably <laughs> depends on how heavy of a band you play in. Like if you're playing with a band that's like, drop. A or whatever, well, whatever you're in, so whatever you're in, like seven string, just like sludge, just yeah. like you know, like you can like. There's a band that I really like. It's called Knocked Loose, and the screamer for that band has like a high pitched scream, like a like a yell type of high pitched thing. I hated it at first. I yeah. thought it was like the most annoying. It sounded like a to me at first. It sounded like a like a squawking bird or something. I was like, how does anybody listen to this? And then. It waited a couple of days, and I was like, man, that song was actually pretty good. I turned it, you know, and then it just kept progressing. I was like, this band is so sick, and it, like, fits. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if some vocalists just have a natural scream in, like, the key that they're just trying to get, and all of a sudden it gets there, <clears throat> or if they actually work on it. Like, I don't know. We, we're we not super heavy. We play in, like, drop C or something, and it's not, like – as gnarly as we could be or should be, I guess, to be a true metal band. But Lamb of God is, like, super heavy band, in my opinion. Like, they got awesome heavy breakdowns, and, like, the emotion behind the song, to me, is heavy. And they're in drop D. So they're up, they're up a whole flipping key. And uh, I love them, you know? So... Does that make like a, a metal band heavier? Is like uh, people, the, the tuning? Think, they're like I think they're not even drop D, dude. I dude, you know what? Probably I'm <laughs> sure not I'm hard. sure people probably see me up there with a Stratocaster, a six string Strat, and they're like, "This guy's a joke," you know? Probably, really? Probably, man. Oh I mean, goodness. you have to think about like first off, tonally, what happens when you drop? You know what I mean? And then also, there's like in in that world. I'll speak more for the for the prog side of it because that's what I'm a little bit more familiar with. But like the the custom guitars oh, and like the all about it, seven strings oh, and like the eight strings it. and it's, it's like they're like super techy type yeah, things. Yeah, and it looks like their thing though. Yeah, I'm getting like more and it's more like math, math metal without listening to anything. I'm just like I just want to know all the like the the technical stuff, and then that's what's making me be like. I want to find out it's about it. It gets heady. It's a never ending. You, you dig it. Rabbit hole for yeah. me. Yeah, it's a to me. I mean. You could sit there and research and research, and it's like you just scratch the surface. And then guess what? Tomorrow they got something new that yeah. comes out that's way cooler. But they and started doing. The, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good, dude. You're good. Well, like a few years ago, they started doing. Well, not a few. It's been longer than that. Now they started doing like the fan fretting. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, the fanning. Yeah. The, oh yeah. It's what like does that mean? The frets are the like fret at an angle. Fans out like this. So th- doesn't that make like every single string go out of tune even more and supposed more? Supposed to make it like. Easier, easier to, to play, easier to like sweep and like shred. Oh, but yeah. then it's like tuned correctly. It's in, the intonation is yes. correct. Uh, on that's it. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant to say. And yeah. then uh, uh, 
Oh wow! Yeah, that's and interesting to me. It's pretty cool, and dude. They, and like they do, and then they have like extended range on you know the 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 higher octaves, so it'll be like you know more. They'll have like more frets to work with. Yeah. The uh uh the way that the that the uh what's God damn it? <laughs> There's like a I sound like a complete idiot now, but like. On on strats, you'll notice how like there's a there's like a like like a curve at the bottom, and so you can get higher up the cutaway. Jesus Christ, there's like a cutaway, so like the cutaways are deeper on their guitars also, so you can get like way higher Let's up. See, super high. Have you ever oh. seen the scalloped frets? Yes, with like Ingve Malmsteen uses. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's kind of an older thing, but still, it's like pretty cool you know <laughs> it's kind of crazy it's wild you have yeah. to have the best technique in the world to play those because if you press it too hard yep, that note bends. goes sharp yep yeah it'll bend man so i mean people that's what they kind of you know it's there to do some cool stuff with it but it's just to me the gears the gear exactly side, what it sounds like literally scout, yeah. scout the wood out i'm more yeah. confused as to why you would do that or like so something in your bag of tricks that you can do. Because cool. if, if you watch the, if it you watch sound the way different Yngwie, or something? Well, no. If you watch the way the Ingve plays, it, it, it allows you to apply less pl- pressure. Oh, and so you can still just get like the barely sound, touch it. But yeah, then all, it just sits right on the. Like, exactly. But then also, if you want to, if you want to, instead of bending the note, you can just press just harder. Press into it. Yep. And then, then you don't have that thing stopping you. Right. So you so. can like destroy eruption Van Halen um, Ingve could probably play that like a thousand times back to back in his yeah. sleep without even thinking Do about not. it hey everyone just want to take a second to talk to you about one of our favorite music venues Blue Jay Listening Room Blue Jay is a space for true music lovers where every ticket is a backstage pass silence your cell phones enjoy a nice glass of wine or craft beer and be part of an intimate experience unlike anywhere else in Jacksonville Hear national and local artists sing their original songs and share the stories behind them in a space carefully curated for the premiere show-going experience. I personally have seen some of my favorite shows here, as well as having played with some of my heroes. Not only is Blue Jay a wonderfully unique experience, it has become a staple in the Florida music scene. Mention Bottom of the Bill on your next visit and receive 10% off your tab. Blue Jay is located at 2457 3rd Street South, Jacksonville Beach, and be sure to check out www.bluejayjacks.com for news, ticketing, and events. So, who do you think guitar. the best guitar player ever? That's, that's the most common question. I, and I have one answer. Best guitarist? The, best like, gu- the most like, technically? Yeah. No, no. let's just say, okay, let's say... Best songs? Mm, <laughs> I don't know. I would say Innovator. Let's, let's put it that way. Who, oh, do, you, who do you think the best was? Oh, Innovator for sure is Jimi Hendrix. Right? Jimmy's Jimmy's up there. It's between Jimmy and Eddie for me. Jimmy and I Eddie. I mean, you can make the same argument. If you're gonna say that for Eddie Van Halen, you can say the same thing for like Randy Rhodes. Randy Rhodes, because yep. he was doing a lot of the finger tapping oh, yeah. stuff around the same time, if not before. But then there was a lot of guys like like earlier jazz guys who were doing the finger tapping stuff like back in the fifties. Yeah, yeah, but who true. really changed it? I think who it's Eddie, in- innovated. It's, it's it. either it's either Jimmy or Eddie. Those are the two. Especially for like the like the metal side of things, I would definitely say like without Eddie Van Halen, yeah, like for sure. that shit never would have got started. No, I don't know. But I think Jimmy Hendrix is the one who like just started. It, like He's fucking electric guitar and yeah. like making it fucking powerful oh, yeah. and everything. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So it, to me, it's it's a tie between those two. I went to Jimmy's grave in Seattle. It's pretty, oh yeah, pretty cool. I put my little pickup in the headstock. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I did that. Yeah, <laughs> I got a little emotional. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I, he, uh, you know, there. He's definitely an innovator more than anything else. I think. Um, That's what I said too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I don't, it's hard to say, man. There's there's been so many like leaps. In, yeah, in styles over the over yeah. the the course of the the instrument's existence, it's hard to say like 
who was the greatest or who was like the, the best innovator. I mean, Eddie Van Halen did his thing. Hendrix did his thing. Yeah. Then there was, you know, like earlier country guys like, like Hank Garland and doing a lot of like that, yep. that, that kind of like that early chicken picking kind of thing. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's hard to say like who was pushing the envelope when and who did it better you know who do you think's pushing the envelope now Ooh, as a guitarist man i think tough, that dude i think that if you look at a guy like Derek trucks and see what he did with sure. the slide yep i'm not trying to say without a doubt that he's not an amazing guitarist but innovative you, i mean you, you don't know but do you know about do you know about the slide, slide guitar, guitar? Yeah, yeah i understand but like you know that that's like from the but I'm sorry, <laughs> but do you understand how, but do you, do you know why what he does with it is so different than everyone else who came before him? I, under, I understand completely, but I mean, so that's is, what I'm saying. Isn't he not playing like with an open or something? What's he, what's he, he doing? Does something play, different? He, he plays open tunings. He also plays standard tunings. He's yeah. got like several different tunings for different guitars. Yeah. But like he does, he was, I mean, man, it's, it's, it's hard to like, I'm not saying he's not good without a fucking doubt. He's probably the best fucking person. No, alive I'm saying that he's, guitar, I'm, I'm saying that saying he's like, really, he was a big innovator for the instrument. Yeah, and I can the, see that. And kind of like brought it back at the same time too. J- yeah. yeah. Just, just with the approach that you play slide guitar, Something he, different. he played it more like a pedal steel player in a, in a church would play yeah. It, yeah. rather than like typical slide blues guitar. You know, I can't think of a guitarist that plays a guitar in any other fashion than a normal way. They're just very, very good Steve at it. Steve Jordan. So, d- so does maybe, it. maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. Steve Jordan though. Also he plays, uh, like, uh, very percussive. So all of his stuff is like, he just plays the fretboard basically mm, with yeah. both hands. Um, which is kind of like a take on, on what, you know, Van Halen was doing back in the day, but it's so, it's, it's such a different style. It's more jazz and like, it's, it's like you know, bass, oh, yeah. self accompaniment kind of stuff. You know, what what do you think about the dudes that like have the acoustic guitar and they do like the shit's dope. I love that. I got one of my best friends. He was like one of my groomsmen, and actually, but the one of my, like Chili Pepper high school band. He started doing that junk, and he is filthy on it, dude. It's like what is that movie, August Rush or something? Yeah, yeah. just like just absolutely shredding. Like that's yeah. like what he does. <laughs> I think that shit's awesome, man. It's I, not yeah. what I want to do with it, but I really I appreciate. I don't like it. You, you don't, don't like, like it? it? I really don't. I, you don't find it? Are you not entertained? Uh, exactly. Like I'm not trying to be a dick about it at all, but I'm just like, oh, just don't do that. I just think it's really cool some some of the arrangements of songs that they do. Well, my what, and, and to be fair, like uh, I, I like when people. People like kind of use it to like have like a drum beat behind it and everything like that. But yeah. when it's all just like just like and it's just it's not even them playing guitar anymore. It's just them hitting the guitar. It just I don't like it. Yeah, it's not your cup of tea. Subjective opinions. Yeah, right. it's just different. That's a hey. That's one of your uh, what's it called? Unpopular, Unpopular opinion. Yeah, I did. I'll get that I, actually all the time when I'm on TikTok and I'm just like, oh, one of these guys again. I'm like. Nah. Get out of here. I mean, I think it's pretty entertaining. <laughs> it's it, I mean, and what I always see on TikTok is it's like uh uh like a like college kid that's just like going hard on on all the percussive stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like a dick even saying that, but I I really do. I I see it and I go, uh, not this again. That's awesome. Asking Sorry. those questions. Just just point. got a just got another unpopular opinion that was just right. No, 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 no. It's, it's fine. We'll wait. Uh, <laughs> um. Well, I mean, who's your favorite guitar player right now? Yeah. Who do you think is like pushing the envelope? Um, just people that I, I'm like currently looking up to. As far as it's more of like, I would say more of like who they. It's more of like the icon behind it because I don't know if anybody's necessarily like. I feel like the almost the envelope has been pushed as far as like technical, like the, especially the metal world. Like, 
Yeah. I feel like everyone's just gnarly. Fucking you know? toasting the boss and or so whatever it, from fucking Yeah, what whatever yeah. they are. Like the freaking they're just they're just so ridiculous. So I, I like more of like song like songwriting and how can you write differently and make your make your band sound differently from you know riffing or like whatever like what's unique to this type of person um there's two that come to mind for the metal stuff is um is isaac hale from knocked loose he's freaking really good just chrome dome bald guy just like uh i'm pretty sure he's like endorsed by like Schechter or ibanez he's an ibanez guy he's got his like own thing He's super gnarly. Um, I love his writing style. I love the way that he kind of does things. I, I mean, I don't know if it's just him or if, you know how they collectively write, but he stands out to me as as an artist and somebody that is can seem super creative. I know he's helped other bands produce albums and stuff like that too. So if, he's a young, he's a younger dude. He's like probably twenty four, twenty five, younger guy. Um, and then the other one is a chick who's also a ginger. And uh, her name is Reba Myers, and she plays in Code Orange. Not Reba McIntyre. No, 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 no. This chick is Who's so also ginger. It's it's it's, it's kind of it's just super cool. Like she's she's late twenties probably. Um, but it's super cool to see a chick like just shred. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like super cool. And then like yeah. watching. Like she totally sticks out from from her band, like the band she's in, and like you know they're all like really good, really talented, whatever. But everybody watches Reba. Like literally, I was like watching their like live stream on Instagram, and it was just like the band's profile, and all of a sudden they brought in the Reba chick, and the view count just like went through the freaking roof. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like so. there's something super cool about like watching just a a chick just rip your face off you know like it's sick dude yeah it's not what people are used to seeing no know? man so no thing, yeah. and, and she's like she seems like a like a pretty cool chill person i got a buddy that sh- that shot for that band um a couple times and um everybody says everybody in that band's cool but like that would i would love to see that man they were supposed to be here man they were supposed to come and play with my buddy's band, Rhythm of Fear. Uh, oh, Rhythm of Fear, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Y'all should have Jay on here. That guy's so cool. I fucking love to. I'm trying to get as many people yeah. in that world. And that's, yeah, Mikey, yeah. that's Mikey's. Mikey's, Mikey's band. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mikey. I think he manages them yeah. to yeah, some yeah. degree. Yeah. Um, yeah, freaking Jay is like, he made, well, not this wedding band, but he made my actual wedding band and uh, and my wife's. And uh, that guy's, that's, that's a homie. But Code Orange was supposed to play with Rhythm of Fear at Underbelly. And uh, they like, got it was like they were on tour with slipknot and i think it was like off dates or something okay and they were like yo we're just gonna hit some of these towns that you know we could probably do well in and um freaking something happened with probably some type of covid protocols or something and of course and so um they got like they weren't allowed to play those off dates for some reason. Oh and wow! Yeah, I was oh, like, I see Slipknot it was like, on them, yeah. I want to say it was like a week before the show, and I was like, freaking yeah, this is gonna be so sick, it's gonna be so sick. And then, <laughs> sorry, this event has been canceled, and I was like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I texted Jay. I was like, dude, what is happening right now? And he's like, don't worry, man, we're still gonna be playing. So they still had a show, Rhythm of Fear play. That's the first time I've actually gotten to see them play, and dude, they that band is phenomenal live they're so good dude they're so good rhythm of fear oh yeah i was about oh, to say shout out. rhythm of fear shout nice. out go listen to rhythm of fear because their awesome. merchandise also it's a dope yeah, shirt i bought two shirts hell yeah two shirts and i will buy more <laughs> <laughs> um was it uh 
Um, fuck, I was going to say something. And I I, just well, I'll, I'll, I'll make it up for you. I want to go to Mel's show real bad. You want to go? Yeah. We should go, dude. I, I'm just saying, like, which one should I go to? I wouldn't go to, I mean, okay, you can go to whatever you want, and I just, but, I, I mean, how intimidated are you by, like, mosh pits and stuff? So, like, I'm, like, rainbow and princesses, okay. like, Lisa Frank lunch. Do you, do you ever have any situation. desire to have a pit experience? No. Okay, then. <laughs> it doesn't really matter what show you go to, then. You could, you'll be fine at any of them. As long as you hang in the back, no one's going to mess with you. But is that, like, the good show to go to, is with the pits? I mean, most most if you're at a metal show, they're probably going to have a mosh pit, like, okay. theoretically, okay. you should have. I mean, unless... Like you know, you're playing. A, they, it's a band that's like, got nobody there. I yeah. saw a Cradle of Filth one time. I saw a Cradle of Filth, and I was oh my God. I was very underwhelmed by their mosh pit. I will say, was it? Uh, it was probably super weak. Well, super weak. Yeah, it was very underwhelming. Then I then I went to a, a disturbed mosh pit at Ozfest one year. Well, and that was fucking ridiculous. Huge. Disturbed is huge. And yeah. yeah, if you're at Ozfest too, man, you they, those people. You ever been to Rockville? Yeah, I went last year. Yeah. Okay. Who, when it was well, still in Jacksonville. Well, well, not well. It wasn't last year. That got canceled. Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, when Tool was headlining. Tool headline. I feel like I worked that one. I I worked like the back end of that one. I think I work. I was. I used to work with a with a with one of the production they, teams. And it was called. Uh, it was one of the. It was one of the tents. It was called uh, the Music Experience, and they sold. They literally, dude. That that company is pretty sweet too. It was a pretty righteous gig. I got to MC and. They literally had it was like a pop up guitar center. They just brought all these guitars and all these reps, and people would go in there and they had like thirty seconds to shred contests and stuff like That's that. Dope. Yeah, so I worked that for uh, like a year and a half or maybe a year. And uh, that's how I know Mikey. That's how me and Mikey oh, really, wow. we really bonded over one of the experiences. Yeah, we had a long drive home back from North Carolina, man, in the Prius. Nice. <laughs> and we, we dag them. I think we left. We didn't even watch the Foo Fighters set, dude. But uh, the Foo Fighters were headlining some, somewhere in North Carolina or South Carolina. And we are just like, look, like, it was, we just needed to go. Like, it was like, things were not going good. And we were just like, we got to get out of here. I'm not going into detail. But we drove literally from, like, close to midnight in North Carolina and just drove straight back to Jacksonville. Oh, my God. And that, that was forever me and mikey's like that whole trip me and mikey really bonded <laughs> mikey's a good guy to do that trip with i'm sure yeah, like oh him, man right? dude i would do it and any trip mikey wanted to do all he's got to do is just tell me he's like hey man i want you to go on this trip and i'm like i'm there bro he, <laughs> bro he he uh after the podcast he did with us here we were here till like two o'clock in the morning just talking shit yeah oh my god like, like conspiracies all yeah night. it was a lot oh, of dude, i forgot man. about that he, Dude, that's, that's our fucking boy right there, he's, Mikey. Mikey's he is like the nice. I mean, everyone always like, oh, that's this person's the nicest or this person's the coolest. <laughs> Mikey is the nicest and the coolest guy you will ever meet. Legitimately, yeah. and he actually, sure. he actually made this whole thing happen here. He put us in contact. That's what. That's yeah, how, he did. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's a fucking G, man. I love he, Mikey. He is, dude. He is, man. Super. Another cool guy's guy. getting way too many fucking shout outs on our podcast. Fuck you, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to him. I, I think was you're joking. a great guy. <laughs> See whatever we, we did that uh, when he was on. We were giving like all this, all these shouts to Eric Kaufman, the sound guy at 1904 and Underbelly and Stella. all that. Yeah, word. And uh, we told him to go fuck himself also because he was getting way too much love on that episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I can't wait. I he didn't runs know. good sound there, man. He's, uh, he's, he's a, amazing. Yeah, man. he's a sound. He's, he's coming with us to good, Orange dude. Blossom Review that we're playing December third, three thirty. By the way, hey, that's gonna go. be a good one. There he's running go. sound for us there. What's the name of y'all's band? Side, Side hustle. hustle. Side. I've heard of that. I feel like. 
like I've it's a household name. Yeah, yeah, side hustle. It's also yeah. a pretty common term that people just use for pretty much everything. Whatever. Hey, really my, good. my band's name's Kasich. All right, yeah. <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> did yeah, you see? Well. Did you not have time to see my post today? Uh, your I'm post? Tr- yeah, I'm You're talking to me. I'm trying to make more content. What I didn't see your post. You didn't see my post. No, I saw uh, today on Instagram. Uh, uh, there was somebody saying that you should do the Elon Musk six month um, challenge uh, to be more like Elon Musk, who is the son of. Uh, do you want to be like Elon Musk? I just want to be. I just want to be rich. I don't. Wanna, <laughs> I don't want <laughs> nice. to look like wanna, that I just want to be rich. That's he looks it. like he's wearing a human suit, but. <laughs> but I mean, but yeah. Probably. You didn't see that? Here, I'll show show show, show you that six months challenge. Yeah, no, read it out. No productivity, but I crossed wake, out. Porn. Wake up. <laughs> Drink only. Diet right, Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew. That's good. Watch. TikTok for four hours, <laughs> five to six times a week. Get blackout drunk. Yeah, jeez yeah. Louise. Take time on and start start side hustle. Yeah. <laughs> start I side like hustle. Yeah. That's a good one, That's right? Good. That's trying good to one. make more content. Did you tag side hustle. Yeah, I did. Nice. I, and I'm also trying to make the hashtag side hustle is a band a thing. <laughs> side is hustle good. is a band. It's not. So a, it's not it's, a side hustle. Is it not your main source of income? That was the whole point of it. Yeah, no, it's not. It's just that's your side hustle. And in that that's sort, awesome. and that like sort of that. thing, it's kind of ironic at this point, which is great. Because we want to make it our main source of income. Yeah, I'm trying. I mean, that's what every artist and creative would like to do. I'm not giving up on it. I'm just like. I don't know, man. I just got just got married about a year ago. Good for you. Thanks, man. I love my wife. Um, and just put an offer on a house, and I'm like, you know what, man? If I have a kid, and I just have my little media company, and she's a school teacher, well, it's a pretty good life. <laughs> so it's a pretty good life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, totally, man. Uh, what what do you do with your media company? Um, I do like videography, like kind of stuff like this. Um, do like weddings, drone work. You think um, this is videography? Not, eh, not really. <laughs> but it's, you're. St- We're gonna get a couple degree. iPhones and put them around here yeah, too. Maybe to, tape to them to the wall. Yeah, yeah. We need to get y'all some multi angles up here. Okay? That's what we need for sure. Yeah. So. Do you work for free? Does it's great exposure. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, I'm a videographer. That's why they call me Billy Spielberg. Okay, all right. See if that's going to catch on. Nobody's, nobody ever has ever called you that. Nobody uh, will ever call you that. I don't. I'm yeah. not. Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't really have a lot of money. Um, can you do this for free? Yeah. <laughs> it's, I was like, dude, you can't even give me, like, 50 bucks? No, like, it's, all, it's all exposure here, baby. Like, you got man, it. Man, dude. That's, yeah. like, that's like a slap. I mean, it's, it's one thing if you're, like, doing a video for, you know, freaking massive like Aerosmith or something you're like yeah I did a video with Aerosmith and like you could just say that you know yeah. like that's already holds weight they need free work but for Aerosmith sure. would probably just pay you because they, they don't can. care they yeah. will just pay you, yeah, you exactly know? they wouldn't ask you to do something for free you know it's funny uh, Ringo's there was an interview with Ringo Starr and he was like uh when you have nothing they give you nothing when you have everything they give you everything yeah that yeah so, like, that's very true yeah man. yeah they just want to fl- uh, so the couple t- the few different times that i went i've had like viral stuff going on it's weird like people like just really are they're really adamant about like giving you free things sometimes it's a little uncomfortable yeah and um uh, just like just the way that they give it, uh, it, it like a t-shirt okay. like I had, I had some company give me uh they're like hey we want to give you um want to give you some t-shirts and i was like cool so I'll, whatever like ship them to me great 
And then like they just kept bugging me. Hey, can you make a post? Hey, yeah. can you make a post? There's hey, a, can you make a post? And I was like, oh my gosh. And then you feel scummy because you're like, this person gave me something. Maybe I should do you know whatever. Even though I don't really care for this T-shirt, you know, like whatever. No, you just say no. I prefer not to. Yeah. yeah. That was that was that was the first <laughs> time I'd gone viral. I've I've gotten wiser as things have gone on and how things should be done and how you know whatever all that stuff that goes with it you know you get a little taste of success like that and it's like what the heck do i do with it you know like you know super i was 23 you know i was like i didn't really know how business or anything like that really worked you know so i don't think anybody well i guess like people try to go viral and then sometimes they make it but most people that are like the most viral they don't try they didn't try to do that I, i didn't try i didn't try to i mean it was like I put a picture up. So this is like the hurricane. That's the first hurricane video, right? Um, I freaking put a picture up with me and an American flag just being like pointing at the storm, like Lieutenant Dan style or something, you know, just making some dumb posts. And then didn't get a whole lot of traction. Like I didn't care. I was just posting it. And I uh, had a family friend who was like, you need to go out there and like headbang. And me and my buddy at the time thought that, the Raining Blood song by Slayer was like Guitar Hero esque. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, y'all play Guitar Hero. Oh yeah. Um, so time. Raining Blood was on there, and we're like, dude, that's like the freaking. That's like hilarious. Like Raining Blood. That's so dumb. And uh, I was like, oh, that would that'd be perfect. So I taught my dad how to use like Snapchat, and it was before you could like pick the songs and like play to it or whatever. I was like, all right, he's in a frog tog. It's like the hurricane is right off the coast. And I was like, hey, all right, as soon as you hear the song come in, hold the button down and just pan over to me. And <laughs> we did it the first time. Didn't look that great. Second time, it matched perfectly for whatever freaking reason. <laughs> oh, that was funny. So I, like, put it on my Snapchat story. I, like, saved it. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll put it on Facebook. Put it on Facebook. And, dude, within an hour, I had, like, a million views on it. Oh, my God. I was God. like, what the heck is this? Like, my phone, I had, like, a Bobo iPhone. I don't even know what I had at the time. Like, shut it off. Like, all the notifications that were coming through just, like, blacked my phone. I was like... That's cool. I don't know what's going on right now. Yeah, you got this hurricane off the coast, and this thing's popping off. The Foo Fighters, like, retweeted it and crap. And the I Foo was, Fighters retwe- retweeted it? Yeah, dude. I actually got to hang out with Dave Grohl because of it. No shit. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, uh, he flew me out there. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> Dave Grohl flew you out where? Uh, he flew LA. me out at... What the flip? Yeah, essentially L.A., but it was, like, San Bernardino. Oh, Is yeah, that right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a right place? Yeah, San Bernardino, yeah. Yeah, so for the longest time, so he actually wore one, a T-shirt of me in Billboard magazine. It was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, this is, so this all happens in like like a year or two of, of everything. Everything's just like kind of picking up, and I was like, that's it. I made it, but I'm still broke. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, right. You get all this uh, exposure, but I was like, I'm st- I was like substitute teaching at the time. <laughs> like, oh, my God, yeah. And all these kids are like, you're the guy from the hurricane oh, video. No. And I'm like, yep, here's your assignment. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh I had a blast subbing though. I, I don't regret doing that at all. What is, what, what is, uh, like, obviously, like, anything is, Dave Girl's like, you need to come here. We're like, we're like, yes, of course. So no matter what. But like, his, what do you his want? theme behind it was, you know, Dave Girl is just a creative, crazy Yeah, dude. I like him a lot. And he's, you know, the Rick Roll thing. He loves these internet, like, type of things. And he, I feel like he was kind of piggybacking off of something. Not necessarily piggybacking. It's Dave Grohl. He's not piggybacking off of anything. But um, that's where I think the video came across. I, I know that the the chick that runs their Twitter, um, their social media chick, I don't, I don't think she works for him anymore. Um, 
but they tweeted my name out, just all caps, no picture, no nothing. And I was like, I saw the pin at the top of my Twitter profile because it's like the coolest thing ever. Um, and so I, they followed me. I sent them a DM, and I was like, hey, I'm getting these T-shirts made. Do y'all like? Do y'all want any? And she like DM me back like, hey, don't give anybody this address, but send them to here. So <laughs> the uh, what was the address? I don't. I honestly don't know. It's pr- somewhere in there. Yeah. It pro- it's probably changed. And Bernardino. So, yeah. No, I don't think it was the same. It was like, yeah. Um, so, anyways, send him t-shirts, and she's like, yeah, I got the boys wearing them like right now, and I was like, what? And uh, sure enough, like a couple weeks later, um, Dave Grohl sitting there with a freaking Lane Pittman t-shirt on, <laughs> and, and I'll, like Billboard, I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, this is freaking nuts. <laughs> That's man. amazing. And um, she's like, yeah, like we'll be we'll be in contact. We want to do some like other stuff with you. And I was like, That's this is my golden ticket, baby. Like, let's freaking go, you know. And um, so what I ended up finding out was so. Before the hurricane thing, I had gotten arrested the year before for playing the national anthem. That's what yeah. I was going to say. And no yeah. offense or anything like that, but I was like, uh, uh, that was the first. That was viral. The, uh, like, I mean, technical viral. For Duval. I, for Duval. Like, people here know. <laughs> so I was at the that. beach and I remember that and seeing yeah, that. I'm like, yeah. yeah, fuck yeah, that guy's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Fuck the cops. And people even then thought it was like a publicity stunt. And I was like, what publicity am I getting? I just wanted to play the. I, okay. Have you ever been ever to the, the beach? July exactly. on the on, on at the beach? beach? Yeah, it's a freaking party. Dude. People yeah. don't know. Yeah, I was like, you know, and I turns I, into Bourbon Street for one day. It's amazing. Yeah, 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 it's it's incredible. And I got friends that are like, you know, mid forties right now, and they would tell me about their heyday and all the funny things that they would do, and like they're. Some of them were kind of into bodybuilding, and they would, like, go in the middle of the street and just pump iron, just, like, shirtless and, like, sweating <laughs> in the middle of the street. I'm like, dude, that's flipping hilarious. You know, you're riding your bike, partying for the and some dude just busting out <laughs> reps in the middle of the street. Yeah. I was like, dude, how funny it would be if you're riding by and in the middle of the street – this dude's just playing the national anthem. I was like, that, I was like, that could be funny. That could be cool. Like people would like that. It's not even that. Like, do you not love America? Yeah. Oh, On the Fourth of July, of you're gonna arrest a man playing. I know, man. The I fucking know. Star Spangled Banner. That's a that should be a felony. It, it, you know what, dude? The, well, I'm on your side. The, all saying. the other cops. They had they pretty they had my back. Let's put it that way. It was <laughs> it was it was the dude at the very tippy top yeah. that was like. I will not have that in my city and oh. freaking told them to shut me down, even though I, I had approval to do it. So it started off in the street. Cop comes over, tells me that I, I asked him, I was like, well, can I you keep playing if I just move back to the sidewalk? He's like, yeah, you can do that. Played it on the sidewalk, banged it out, like 200 people gathered around, belting the national anthem, hammer drunk. And it was euphoric, dude. It yeah. was so freaking fun. I remember that, man. Yeah, it was it was a freaking blast. And um, as soon as I got done, two different cops come up and like, we need to talk to you by our car. And I was like, about what? <laughs> you know, oh, like, my God. Like, what is there to talk about? And I remember I asked him, because my guitar, my dad made me my guitar. And very special thing for me. Yeah. Me, like, you know, you're taken. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I will find you. Like, that's what would happen if someone took my guitar. <laughs> I, would, I would find them. <laughs> um, so I was like, you know, is my gear going to be okay? And the cop's like, yeah, yeah, you can you can put it down. You're, we just need to talk to you. And thank God my cousin was there to watch over my crap. I walk over to the car, and they go, spread your legs, put change right behind yeah. your back. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was so confused. I was so yeah. confused. And it didn't it didn't really sink in until I got to the station. I was in the car. I was like, and then the whole crowd started chanting like "F the police," and like spitting on the cop car. 
naturally. And then, um, yeah, I know you're all about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's hilarious. It's <laughs> whatever. Um, and I had to ask the cop. I was like, excuse me, sir. Like, you know, I don't drink. I'm sober as a bird. And I was like, is there, you know, can you guys tell me like why, like what's going like, why am I being arrested? And he was like, well, we're getting you with the breach of peace and possibly inciting a riot. And oh I was God. like, I just started praying, dude. I, you know, I'm, I'm big in my faith. I love Jesus, you know, my whole heart, everything. Praise the Lord. And I was like, Lord, you know my intentions. <laughs> oh my I was God, like, man. please don't let me go to jail. <laughs> I'm not made for jail, dude. <laughs> I'm not made for that place. And uh, we got back to the station, man. And um, we we're, you know, he didn't have the AC on me. It's July. I'm sweating my butt off in the back. Handcuffed, super tight. And the dude's like filing the report. The computer keeps crashing. Something's going on. Wi-Fi's not working. And he calls his other buddy over, and he comes in. And uh, he's like, hey, man, can, can you tell me exactly what we're putting in this report? Like, blah, 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 blah. And the guy just, like, talked to me. He's like, yeah, he was just being utterly defiant. He kept playing. Defiant. Stop, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was like, sir? Yeah, it, yeah he's, it's what he said. He goes, he was playing in the middle of the street. Then he picked it up, moved back to the sidewalk, kept playing. And I was like, sir, um, excuse me, um, your <laughs> officer told me I could – pick it up and move it to the sidewalk and keep playing it was fine i was like it wouldn't make any sense for me to be defiant by moving it back to the sidewalk and he's just like looked at me like real sharp and then he looked back the guy's like real defiant real defiant oh my god <laughs> <laughs> like, what the freak is this man oh man so, so, Typical, yeah they bro. changed they changed the cuffs out on me and i remember there was one officer and he's a homie i'm not i'm not gonna say his name but he was literally like why are we doing this? He's yeah. like talking to his other officers. He's like, why are we doing this? This makes no sense. Like he's not even And I looked drunk. and I was like, yes. <laughs> it's like, you get it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can freaking get it. But I think that's why that's why it became so uh, popular too because it, that was like the headline. It was like, you, you get arrested for inciting a riot or something like that. And the reality of it was like, you didn't even get arrested I, I, until afterwards? Yeah. 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 Shit, dude. And dude, you know, <laughs> how, you know how news does everything. That's what I mean. It's but that'll, that'll make it. But it was good, dude, because at the time, I was a varsity lacrosse coach at Fletcher. Okay. I was really involved with my church. I was like a youth leader at my church. Oh, my God. I was involved with a praise and worship team uh, for a big campus ministry at UNF. And, like, I had, like, all these things where I was, like, kind of in, like, a role model yeah, thing, you know, totally. type of thing. And then I get arrested yeah, for I defying know. authority. And I was like, dude, I've got to clear my name. Yeah. Like, I got to make this, like, known that I I respect what officers say. Officers say they were in the wrong. Like, I got to get this out there because, you know, and I got to do it in a peaceful manner. You know, I'm not going to burn crap or whatever like this. Whatever. That would be so stupid. But so I put the YouTube video out, and I just wrote a mile-long, like, thing. And I was like, this is exactly what happened. This is what it is. I texted all the people that, you know, people at my church, you know, here and there. I called them up. And I was like, hey, I'm telling you guys before I put this video out, this is what happened. And they're like, oh, I totally believe you. All right, you're, like, you're, like, you're good, dude. And I was like, thank you, God. Did you have video of, of the whole incident? The whole thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Thing. I, I remember that more than anything. Yeah. And then, because uh, no offense, I didn't know you. I, 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 I didn't know who you were. Yeah. And then I was like, that's awesome. And then, like, just a couple years later, I'm like, that's that same guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a legend at the beach. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. oh, why are you gonna arrest him? What did he fucking yeah. do? Yeah, man. And th thankfully, you know, I've got a pretty 
strong I got strong ties with the beach and I got a lot of good yeah. friends and family that are out there and they really supported me man and um, they're they're really good to me man um, so that was that was pretty cool and eye-opening to see that you know people you know your own community is like we got your back dude yeah, yeah totally. that's, I was like this is dope dude like I felt very undeserving very very undeserving of that um, but yeah then so back to the Foo Fighters thing yeah sorry Dave Grohl <laughs> Saw the video. I saw the hurricane video. Awesome. From their from their social media person, like, hey, check this video out. This, this dude did a Slayer song, and he loves like Slayer. He loves all the metal stuff. And then he was like, I wonder if this guy's got any more content. Went on YouTube, saw me get arrested. Yeah. And he's like, that's oh. the freaking coolest thing that's, ever. Yeah. And so they just tweeted out all caps like Lane Pittman, and I was like, this is just just surreal. So he was gonna have me play the national anthem before Foo Fighters set was yeah so he flies me out to san bernardino the first time and um it was a festival he was putting on like california jam cal jam or something it was pretty much a dave Grohl inspired barbecue is what it was he wanted his he wanted bands he wanted his friends bands to play slip and slides like barbecuing like whatever he wanted a big old party and I was like, rad, that sounds so cool. So he flew me out there the first time to do a promo for it. And the promo was based off of the Fire Festival. Oh, the yeah. one that the one that <laughs> yeah, was the, I had no I didn't, I didn't even hear about that. I had no idea about any the Fire Festival, like whatever. Um, and he was like, We're making fun of this promo, so we're gonna do it. And uh, the promo never got aired, man. And he was I, I talked to him the second time I went back out there with my brother and uh, he was like, Yeah, I had a couple couple edits and a couple different things on it. He's like just wasn't good so he's not he's like it wasn't what he wanted so he didn't put it out even though it was thousands of dollars to make you know like whatever yeah, i was like that must him. be pretty sweet but anyways yeah i got i got to hang out with dave Grohl. there's one point i'm just on a golf cart with him talking about nirvana like it was like surreal like just weird experience that's man. amazing man wow yeah and for, this this is what truly blew my mind i humbling like i do not deserve anything that's happened to me but um i got to the set early and i'm just chilling talking to this uh, younger kid is a, a pa a producer assistant and you know he's kind of the only one in my age range like everyone else is like kind of significantly older and uh we're just talking you know talking about what's out here in la what he's doing what his goals are whatever and then dave girl drives by in this like freaking mac daddy like prototype tesla and he's like, dude, that's Dave Grohl. That's Dave Grohl, bro. <laughs> and I was like, I, I know, dude. Yeah. And, he, and he's like, are you going like, to go over and say something to him? Are you going to like, introduce yourself? And I was like, I don't know how this works. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to play it cool and like just kind of feel it out, you know? So they had this like burrito truck that was in the back. And I saw Dave get out, and he like was talking to like his videographer and like producer, like whatever. And um, so I, like, made a big C, like, around that whole thing. Like, towards the back, like, don't want to impede. I don't know how this works. I was like, I'm going to get myself another burrito. It's free food, and I was broke. And uh, so I go around. Dave sees me, completely cuts whatever he's off he's doing, runs over to me. He goes, Lane Pittman. I was like, Dave Grohl. And he's like, I saw you, and my heart (laughs) skipped a beat. And I was like, that's not how this works. I was like, give me a hug, man. He was like, we brought it in. I was like, dude, oh my gosh, this is awesome. <laughs> it was that was freaking crazy. Like, can I call you dad crazy. now or yeah, what? It was <laughs> like, dude, just Dave Grohl. Like Dave, he knows who I am. You know, like that's like that's the weirdest thing to me. Yeah. Um, 
like that's he's an icon. Like I he's know. the tippy top. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I was like, I don't, I don't, des- I don't deserve that by any means. Um, he's he's the modern day rock star, man. He is. He probably is, the last in, in one. My, in my opinion, he really is, dude. Like, still like making relative music. Yeah, he's and still has the energy to be able to go out and like tour, tour, you know. Yeah, like, at least he's the youngest things. one still alive because he Alice is. Cooper is still alive too. That's true. Alice Cooper's still alive, but <laughs> look, not relevant but anymore, look dude, Dave, all I'm trying to say is like, no, I'm not trying to throw shade at Dave. Crawl, yeah, yeah, since you know him apparently. No, I mean we're not like we're not like that. We're I'm not like yo. Let around. me let me text Dave and How, see what he's doing. See if you can get it on the know? show. Actually, it's yeah, right. Yeah, we'll fly in. We got to put Dave Grohl in a music video of mine, and maybe my band will do something. It's all about the features nowadays. I thought it uh, was cool at uh, uh, Rockville, and it was such a stupid, small little part. But he just goes, ladies and gentlemen, John Travolta. And then John Travolta just walks on stage. <laughs> that crap was hilarious, And just, was just like, waving and everything. They're like, that's fucking John Travolta. Anyways, back to our music. So <laughs> weird. So this is kind of like what ended up happening with this whole story, though. So I'm supposed to open up for the Foo Fighters. Oh, yeah. Right? Supposed to open up. And he told me – he tells me that um, – as I'm about to leave. And someone, uh, Slayer's manager, had kind of broke that kind of to me a little bit that I was going to be playing. And I was like, he's like, you're going to be playing some festival with the Foo Fighters? And I was like, that's news to me. Like, <laughs> I don't know anything about that. Like, I hit up the Foo Fighter man, like, social media chick to go hang out with Slayer in St. Augustine. And um, so they're, like, literally across the hall from each other or something like that. And their, like, tour manager, their TM, was like, I have the Foo Fighters calling me about you. Like, who are you? And I was like, <laughs> I'm just a guy. Like, I don't really. I'm, I'm a, the fucking Florida I'm man, a bitch. substitute teacher. Like, I play in like cover bands. He's <laughs> like, he's like, you played in like big bands. Like, yeah, we play in, like the Lynch's Irish Pub. <laughs> and uh, he's like, what the heck? He's like, yeah, they're saying you're gonna be like opening for them or playing something like the national anthem i was like i don't know anything about that you know like that's freaking crazy if whatever and it's kind of like almost a little bit afterthought but as i was leaving dave pops out of the trailer and he's like he's like dude lane i need you to get ready bro and i was like what he's like you're gonna be playing in front of like thirty thousand people dude he's like you're opening for the foo fighters and i was like my dreams come true <laughs> my dreams come true man that's like every musician's like it's like something out of a movie you yeah. know like yeah, you're back in your, you know, you're playing music with your brother every day. You're just getting better, just getting better, just getting better. You finally get your break. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, dude, this is it. I want to be a rock star. Like, it's everything I wanted to be, you know? <laughs> and so I think the, I think the, um, the show was like a month later or something like that. And so I go back to Jack's, living life, whatever. And they're like, all right, you know, you can bring somebody with you. Well, like, hang you on. Come did, out. did you practice it at all? Every freaking day. <laughs> yeah. Every freaking day I practice that. I was like, I am not botching this in front of like 20,000 people. Yeah. And so literally, I want to say like the weekend before or like a few days before, this is when Trump was the president. And dadgummit, dude, he started calling all the NFL players SOBs yeah. for kneeling for the national anthem. Yep. And it's a controversial topic, obviously. But I was like, that might have just done it for me with the national. It, it it was it wasn't as much of a controversial topic until it was brought into light on that scale, and then I'm going out to super liberal California, yeah, super liberal California, who's obviously going to be like, f the national anthem, like you know maybe not forever, but right then and there, 
they were very that vibe was very much like that and i was like Dude, this might have just screwed it for me. Oh, like no. it might have just screwed it for me. Oh man. no! And so, um, so yeah. So freaking me and my brother, we still we're still flying out there, still going out there. Everything's all like cool. And um, <clears throat> I think one of their their stage manager was like, like I I had to ask them. I was like, what time am I playing the anthem? Like what like what am I doing? I need to know. You know what time? Like. Cause I, I need to mentally prepare, you know, like I need to, I want to know as much as I can going yeah. into this thing. You need to, yeah. I got to warm up on Dave Grohl's guitar, got to play, got to do everything. And, um, the stage manager was like, I don't know anything about it. A national anthem. Like no one said anything about it. And I was like, just don't look good. This does not look good. You know? And so literally I'm about to walk up this is right before the Foo Fighters. I'm about to walk up and grab Dave's guitar. And the stage manager looks at me. My brother's got an American flag in his hand. He looks nope. at me and he goes, he Oh, goes, my nope. God. Dude, I about wanted to cry. That, <laughs> I about wanted to cry. I felt that feeling. I about wanted to cry. Story. Oh, about, my God. I about wanted to cry, dude. And I remember me and my brother were just like, Are you freaking joking me? And I mean, I kind of, I kind of had a feeling you know what i'm saying like it's it was so it was such a hot topic that like a media outlet could have ran with it like foo fighters are supporting donald trump and you know dave Grohl's obviously super left you know and so they're probably like look man probably not the best idea to do this right now type of thing and he was like dude i just want american barbecue he wanted the national anthem this is a good old cookout type thing but the vibe around that time and the social media and especially twitter um everyone's got them twitter fingers um, freaking kind of nuked it for me. And I was just like, you know, I completely believe in God's timing. I believe in all that stuff. Um, and I was like, there's a reason, you know, I don't, I don't, I can't see it right now. I don't know what it is, but I can either be like freaking pissed about this or I could just, I can build my character from it. And it was a tough pill to swallow, dude. It was wow. a tough, it was a tough pill to swallow, oh, man. Shit. Um, it wasn't a complete wash though. I, I got to look at the bright side. Uh, they flew Joe Perry in from Aerosmith. Okay. In a helicopter. I got to jam with Joe Perry. Cool. Oh, that's dope. I got to jam with Joe no, Perry. I got to jam with Taylor Hawkins, Chris Shiflett. I got to jam with, <laughs> yeah. I got to jam with all of those dudes on, uh, Pat Smears guitar. Like it that's, was, they, okay. The Foo Fighters, everywhere they go, they always have a jam room. At their shows, they 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 usually get there early. They Dad warm up, they screw around, they do some fun stuff. So they had the jam room in there, and me, I, I you know I was just kind of hovering around doing whatever. And um, I Joe Perry goes in there, and they were gonna play a Beatles song with who's the guy from Oasis? Um, uh, the singer. Uh, yeah, what's Dylan? One of the brothers. One is one of the brothers. So Oasis know. was on the bill. And the dude did not even show his dude was I mean, I lost a lot of respect for that man after this. Well dude did not even show up <laughs> he did not even show up to practice with the Foo Fighters for the they were gonna do a Beatles song. Cause like Cal Jam was apparently an old festival from back in the day, right? And Aerosmith was one of the bands that played on the bill. So they was gonna bring Aeros like Joe Perry and this dude from Oasis and they were gonna do uh Come Together, I think, from the Beatles. And they were gonna do this whole thing. Dude did not even practice the song. Did not even show up. Ghosted Dave. I was like the audacity. How do you, know, you like, big time the you, Foo Fighters? How do you ghost Dave Grohl? I I want to know who's got more uh, records sold, Oasis or Foo Fighters? The Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters for Foo, sure. I mean, maybe okay. Definitely in America, the Foo Fighters do. You don't sell out Wembley Stadium like three nights in a row. Yeah. If you the don't Foo have Foo Fighters, a sold, sold more records. Yeah. 
Yeah, hundred percent. I would say. I don't think so. I think so, dude. I think so. I mean, one hundred percent. The Foo I'm not Fighters. trying to say it was I'm a good, nice sense. Yeah, go ahead and look it up. But anyways, uh, uh, keep on with your story. Yeah. So, um, and this was already after you know freaking. So I, we see we see you know they all go in there. We sit in on the practice of it. Um, the dude from Oasis doesn't even show up, and I just saw like Dave get like super pissed about it like he's like he's like f it i'll freaking sing it like whatever yeah and i was like right on bro so <laughs> they printed out the lyrics massive sheet you know like whatever so you can <laughs> read the lyrics like down <laughs> on the stage and um this is probably three quarters of the way into the set and um they go to play they start up the song the dude from oasis comes out there and he's pissed drunk dude like like hammered he can't sing <clears throat> that song right to save his life. Yeah. He abandons the stage, goes out in the crowd, tries to crowd serve his butt cracks hanging out, brings a chick. She gets on stage, and she actually kills it. Yeah? She did the whole song. Did it, like, deep, like, kind of raspy voice-like style. And it sounded kind of tight. But, but still. there was one point Dave <clears throat> literally walked back to the drums with Taylor, and he was like, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't know. He's like, we just got to get through this. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just I don't understand it. If you have that s- 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 so much like I don't know, not power or anything like that, but you're you've got so much to lose, and you're just like, fuck it, I'm not gonna fucking do this. Like, I just would never do that. Did um, you look it up, Jamie? Yeah, I did look it up. And who has more records? <laughs> Oasis. Oh wow! wow! Look, I'm fucking right for <laughs> once or all the time. By like a lot. By yeah. a lot? Oh, wait. That's supposed oh, yeah. to be big in Europe. Oasis? Well, no. Uh, they sold... In the U.S. alone, they sold they sold Thank 40 million records. Thank you. Uh, wow. Foo Fighters sold worldwide 30. Thank and then Oasis you. had worldwide 70 million. Yeah, fucking... That's, dude, like, that's kind of wild, stop. man. Just stop that's doubting. Just stop doubting me. That's kind of wild, wild dude. See, I don't care at all about Oasis, though. I mean, I don't... I mean, look, it's, it's just cool. It's like, I'm glad movie. they're successful, but... And I, I'm not even trying what, to say what's, anything about... What's an Oasis song? What, what song is it? Wonderwall. Oh, oh my gosh. Like, literally okay, more what? than half of the records That's sold probably what that it record. is, dude. Goodness yeah. gracious. Uh, it, England, like, sucks. turns out ever since you... Um, I'm sorry, because uh, U2 is Irish, but... Yeah. They fucking churn out, like, a super huge pop band like that, rock band big quotations around it yeah uh every like 20 years and then they're enormous and then they like surpass any other fucking american so star you can ever imagine so weird i was watching the other day and i'm sorry to take away from your story but i was watching coldplay uh play uh sao paulo in brazil yeah it was one of the best shows i've ever fucking seen the music sorry not that great but like the show itself i'm like oh, are you fucking kidding yeah. me oh yeah and they're through the fucking roof too that's don't come, don't that's come at, me, at me with fucking pop stats again. You know, you know, <laughs> who, you know who's kind I, of. <laughs> I missed the mark on that one. Yeah, I can own did. up to it. Yeah, you did. You know who's kind of a, a cringe band? I feel the same way. What? Um, that they they put on a good show, but I I can't stand their music. What? Skillet. Skillet? I'm not joking, dude. The Christian yes. metal band. They played. I'm probably your they, best friend here because I'm the only one that knows contemporary Christian music. Dude, I grew up in the Skillet, church. To me, hardcore. to me, Skillet is cringy and people i mean god love them the people at my church they think that i like love skillet i don't i don't love skillet i think i think i think they're they hit a really niche market and that they're probably pretty talented but they hit a really niche market um they're heavy christian music that yeah. rock and roll influenced christians can like and listen to 
Um, I just don't real. I, I'm not going to put Skillet on, um, but I will say this: that their show at Flipping wherever the heck I was was it two years? 2019. It was in. It was the same one with Mikey. We we're in North Carolina. I was like Skillet. They came by and they actually signed stuff like at the tent that we were at, and they they're nicest dudes. And uh, I think the chick came too. She's like the drummer. Um, nicest people ever, man. I, I talked to them, you know, because I took I think my youth group. I took them to go like to Winter Jam or something. I've, I remember and going to Winter yeah, Jam. Yeah, I, I like, took my youth group there, and it was like the same year. It was yeah. like they were downtown Serena playing this ultra mega Christian festival, and then they go out to North Carolina in the sticks. And they're playing like to people that are the complete opposite, you know, type crowd. I wonder if you know about. Uh, do you know about uh, Ichthus? Mm-mm. No, uh, uh, it was it was created uh, the in 1970, the year after Woodstock, for a Christian music festival. And you can laugh all you want. It's like Cornerstone. Yeah, or it was kind of like that oh, and everything yeah. like that. But uh, uh, it it was it started in the tiny little butt fuck town that I'm from, Wilmore, Kentucky. Really? Yeah. And wow. it and they, they it's it has now since stopped. Uh but they used to have it every year and it was always on my birthday. And I oh, like man. since I was a little kid, so I was going to music festivals, huge quotations on yeah, that. Yeah, since sure. I was like eight years old. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, uh it was uh Christian music festivals, but a lot of the bands they would be Christian and then they would turn secular, yeah. like po- like a po- uh, like Creed, P.O.D. 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 Evanescence. That was another one. Yeah, they that they all they all did it, man. I mean, I think they just like they but got Skillet, they got enough traction. Well, Skillet, I be it, man. Skillet has stayed true to their message. I've just seen them since I was like you know ten years old. Dude, I give, <laughs> I give them I give them a lot of respect. I'm like, man. how do you know who Skillet is? What the fuck? I think the uh, who's the lead singer? I don't know. Um, oh, I can't remember his name, dude. I can't remember. His, I got a lot of respect for that guy, though, man. I mean, they really, they have stayed true to who they are through the whole thing. Of course. You know, and you got to give respect to people that, that do that. Well, um, I think if whether you, you li- like music or not. I think if you if you listen, I can't speak for all of them, but a lot of the, the, the stuff that P.O.D. was talking about, even after they became like a secular band, yeah. was still pretty, like, you know... It was, you it have was to kind make, of like hopeful, like faith based. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just they just left out the word God and Jesus. You have to, but you like have to make still, the switch, though. You can't. It's literally two different worlds of music. Yeah, totally. And there's, you're and, not going to see Chris Tomlin on the radio ever, oh. but but and you can he's still. Well, huge. you'll see, you'll hear him on uh, Christian radio. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can still capture majority of the non secular crowd. While playing secular music, you know what Before I mean. Before you showed up today, I was talking to my mom, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm going to show." And she's like, "I was like, what show are you going to?" And it was a, a Christian uh, 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 female artist, and I can't remember her name, but she's huge. Anyways, Here? Uh, no, uh, in Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. But anyways, but yeah, uh, it's just very interesting. You got to make that that switch. But Skillet was like around since I was but like, man, they're they're eleven years I give, old. I, give them, <laughs> I, I know they're they're old. They're very dude. old. They're, they have been around, but the thing is, is they're still mainstream in especially in the christian world and they're so mainstream in the christian world mm-hmm. they brought them on to like the rockville circuit it's like D- yeah D- D- that's what will happen yeah. danny wimmer he puts on all those like big fests or whatever yeah and he plugged them in and i mean dude they had a showing they had i mean a lot of people go and see them yeah and that's like it's pretty impressive to to be a a kind of a controversial band in the metal scene music scene rock scene whatever and then you still have people coming to like watch your show. The show was entertaining. 
The show was entertaining. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. They, what was they the did a big one in, like, high, uh, Switchfoot? That was a big Switchfoot, one. Switchfoot, yeah, dude. Okay, Switchfoot's good, though, man. Switchfoot's actually good. I just remember I just remember that that band a lot, and, and there's a lot of other stuff, but it's just very strange to me. I just never really understood how uh, they made money uh, uh, and just kept it. What do you well, mean? they're probably smart with what they do. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I meant, I meant, I they meant. They probably made wise investments. No, 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 no. I meant more of the the whole the fact church. that because uh, it's because that's I, I'm not trying to be rude by any means, sure. but it seems like they're they're taking money from Christians. Well, to to a degree, if you're if he's and then they're just like is, we're gonna just keep it all. Well, they're like, I'm sure they give back. No, no, or whatever. I mean, you know what I mean? But like, well, you got to you got to look at it too. It's okay. You got people that are like Joel Osteen. You yes. are like scum of the freaking earth. That's what I mean, like and a Philistine. You have, and you, have, you have like these like mega church Christ, cr- Christians. They ain't Christians. They're freaking just dagging people, taking advantage of exactly. people's emotions is what they are. And they're rich as crap. That's the lowest ring those of hell. The, those are the type of people. <laughs> That's what it says in the Bible. You, you, don't, you don't look up to. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, like those people need to be brought to light. And they are brought to light, but no one's doing anything about it. You know, I don't, I don't understand it. People... Some people legitimately love Joel Osteen, and I don't get it. Yeah. I don't. I don't get it. Now, Switchfoot is not nowhere near that, in my opinion. I no. mean, if you look at like people like John Foreman, he's the he's the dude that that is he pretty much is Switchfoot. You know, like he writes majority of the songs, like everything. And that dude's he's got a good heart, man, and he does help people out. You I, know, without and a doubt, I'm not yeah, trying to say yeah. Not not to mention that uh, just on the, on the business side of things. If you're um, if you're doing things for like a fi- like for like a five hundred one c three, you can it's, it's tax right, you know taxes, no yeah. taxes, and also you legally only have to donate a very small amount of the earnings to the actual fund in order to claim it as a five hundred one c three. That's not what the Lord so, told to Jacob. You I'm just saying. Okay, so <laughs> there, just saying. So there is there's a, a way to do it. Well, there's a mass. There's this big documentary that were put out by like. A certain a select group of I don't know if you want to say select, but it's a certain group of Christians that put out this documentary. It's called the American Gospel, and it really goes in and kind of exposes a lot of the BS that's going on in these megachurch, like rich American, sure, like megachurch pastors and what they're doing and how they're scamming people. And I mean, some of them have like listened to it and actually like changed up what they're doing and be like, yeah. I was doing this wrong. Like I changed it up, but then you got other people who just don't give a rip and they keep doing the same thing. And it's like, that's how you kind of know like where, who, who they are and what they're doing. What about you know? the people that are, that are, that are positively influenced by those churches? Though? Oh, without a doubt. So, so th- th- that, and that's that how happens. they justify happens, hoarding all the man, money. So, okay. So this goes back to being, okay. So I'm a Christian, right? Yeah, yeah. So I believe the gospel. I believe, you know, the Bible, I believe everything that's, that's in that. So, what this dude is doing that's telling these people is completely it's false is what they're is what he's doing but the thing is he's doing it and he's taking their freaking money yep not only is he like making them feel better it's pretty much saying that if you keep giving god keep giving god your money good things are going to happen right that's not the gospel that is not what at all jesus Jesus rode in on a donkey bro like he didn't show up in some private jet you know what i'm saying like 
bro, what you're preaching is completely false and it contradicts everything that's in the Bible, and you're misleading these people. That's the biggest thing. He you're ta- really warping and you're really taking these advantage of these these people. And there, some people are like emptying their bank accounts and they ain't got jack. Yep. They got nothing. You know, they're freaking throwing everything into it. God's gonna bless me. God's gonna bless me. No, you're poor and broke on the side of the street. Because you got freaking manipulated by a con artist. Yeah, like know? Peter Popoff, man. You know about him? Uh-uh. Oh, he's the worst. But I was going to say, like, yeah, the, the Pharisees. That's what they're oh, called. Oh, yeah, Pharisees. That's yeah. what I'm Whitewash trying to say. Not Philistines. Philistines. I don't want to offend any Bronze Era uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. tribes. <laughs> I don't think the, that's not a... Not a there's uh, a lot of controversy. There's no Philistines left, but Pharisees is what I meant to say. But, yeah, that's what they say, at least if in Dante's Inferno, the last ring of hell is dedicated to them. Yeah, Pharisees, yeah. I mean, but but yeah, that's what I always wanted as a as a, a Christian band. Sure. How did you uh, how do you um, uh, 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 take money? And that's like the kind of the whole well, essence you got, of it. You got to you got to eat. And you got to you got a family to provide for. Sure, and, 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 I know, and but if like you're doing well. The thing is, is Switchfoot. I don't okay, know. It's so weird. It's, it's almost it's, like it's a church or something. Is Switchfoot a Christian band? Or are they Christians in a band? That's what I mean. That's why you got to You got to make it's the like, switch. It's I it's, think. it's well, no, you don't have to. I mean, there's praise and worship artists. Oh, without and that's that. and that's how. Hey, I wrote this song. I had all these other bands buy the song off me to do their own rendition of it. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I mean, I look at people like like John Piper, who is a super awesome. He's not, he's not a, a music or anything. He's a writer. He's a preacher. He still lives, like, in the ghetto, in the same house that he flipping bought, like, forever. Now, he's made, made, he doesn't keep any of the money. He's made, like, I don't know. He's one of the most dominant Christian writers in the scene. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is, like top of what people think and he's like i still he wears like the same suit he's worn forever that's like people that like you know like i've i i look to as like a role model that's not my jesus that's not my god some people can make people that way sometimes yeah i'm like dude man that's like that's somebody who is is going to preach some wisdom you know maybe not everything they say is going to be perfect but that's someone who i'm going to be like i i can respect this person you know if you're still living in and you know, when he first started out, the same flipping house that he's been in, he could he could have whatever he wanted. Money, Christian worldwide, everyone buys his books, everyone does this. He doesn't keep any of it. He has enough to pay his bills, enough to get by. That's the type of person that I respect. Yeah, the, and that's all I'm trying to say. I just yeah. just think it's strange. I don't know. Well, uh, is uh, he, and they, not every band's the same. Not Go every ahead. band's the same. Yeah. And you, you, can't, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. No, you no, can't no. pull every – that's like, you know, a cop. Okay, so that's a controversial thing, of right? Of course. If you're a cop, if you're a police officer, one cop does one bad thing. Yeah. In somebody's mind, every cop's a bad cop. Yeah. When that's not true. It's just it's just not true. You know, you can't you can't have one experience, you can't see one person that's in a select group or somebody you put into that tier and be like, I had a bad experience with that person or I don't like that person. Everybody that goes under that label is bad. You know, you can't do that. Well, I agree. I definitely agree with that. There's a thing when when it comes to policing that I want to get to in a second. However, I, I do want to address the thing with the Christian band. Now, the way that I look at it is like it's it's like any other business endeavor, right? Yeah. There's a lot of Christians that own businesses, yeah. right? I'm a and Christian. They, I own a business. Yeah. yeah, and you keep your income. I'm sure that there's yep. a percentage donated to the church or whatever it might be, but mm-hmm. you keep your income, yes. right? If you're a band yes. and you're operating a business right it does like it doesn't matter if you're if you're like preaching uh, like a certain thing or no. if you're 
Like, what's the difference? That's because that's what you're doing. You're using uh, your your religion to sell the show. That's why they're there because they're Christians. Mm, it's, that's it's, what it's, I'm trying it's to a say. Give, it's a give and a take. I mean, look, dude. I, that's all I'm trying. I can to see that. It's, it's, it's see a tough that. line. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, that's it's, all it's I'm like saying. You're, you're kind of meeting this niche market, but isn't every other like metal hardcore band doing the same exact thing? Sure. Are they? They're, they're every single because I saw it. I saw the switch. Every single one. I mean, they're always like the punk, metal, all that stuff has kind of been progressive. You know what I'm saying? It's notoriously, has always been that way. You know, but a trendy hashtag pops up. All of a sudden, every single flipping group has to tweet that thing out or you're not going to be accepted in this in this group or you're going to be outed because you don't think the same exact way that they do. Yeah. I see it, it goes the same way. So, I mean, if you're going to call someone using religion as a twist, it's the same thing with all the other, all the other narratives too. Yeah. I, because I, maybe one of those bands doesn't really care about what they're talking about, but to be included into this group, and they maybe like the music they're playing, you know, whatever – but they like making money from it. They have to meet that same narrative or they're not going to be accepted by the rest of the audience. But that narrative isn't a religious institution that rules an entire world. Does Christianity really rule, rule the world? Though? I think it rules a majority of I it. I don't think so, man. I think, there's a, I, think, I think it's probably pretty split between Islam and, uh, and Christianity. Islam's so? more, actually. Yeah. It is. There's, there's I would, more. I would say, I'd say it's probably split. Th- there, there is more, but I would say that the influence of Christianity on America, which has a greater impact on the world, I would say gives the, gives the authority to Christianity, I would say, just as a whole. I understand there's more Muslims in the world, but what I'm saying is that the impact of the impact of policy that Christianity and more specifically Catholicism, because the way the Pope has a grasp on things, which is under that umbrella—that's another. That's another topic. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> that's another topic. I, and, and, I, and I understand. I understand that. But, but the the point that I'm trying to make is that Christianity is this this global entity that has huge influence versus. You know, other bands might be talking about a certain narrative or a certain thing they don't buy into. Doesn't have the same kind of influence. It's not the same structure, organized structure that religion might have. But and to a degree, in this day and age, it's very similar. Yeah, it is. It is very, very similar, and it and it gives people a sense of um, what am I? A sense of purpose. Right. It gives people a sense of purpose, and it gives people a sense of. I am doing something for the good of others, and right? It's, and it's and it's almost the same, almost the same narrative, and it's very easy to get people riled up, as we saw last year. Yeah, we saw last year. It's very easy to get people riled up over something through the use of social media, through totally. the use of all these things, and it's kind. It's you know, I'm a Christian, I and I believe. I believe the gospel. I don't care who's on stage talking about it, whatever. My faith is my own. Right. Okay. I like, see what you're and, and, and I and I live that out. I try to to the best that I can. I'm not I'm not perfect with it by any means, but it's weird when you see kind of the same type of tactics that you saw with these American big time gospel people. I felt the same way when I saw the Democratic leaders in African garment kneeling. I'm like Nancy Pelosi, shut the frick up, dude. Yeah. Like you are like just shut up, dude. Like yeah. that is like literally you are trying to manipulate people and you're trying to get a, a certain political agenda across. Sure. That's what you're trying to do. Most people I hope can see that from Nancy Pelosi, but I'm saying it happens everywhere. Yeah, it, happen- totally. it happens everywhere. So if you're going to call 
a Christian band making money from being a Christian band. It's the same thing if you have a band like Rage Against the Machine who's very politically driven. And that's what I guess I'm trying yeah. to get at is yeah. uh, without a doubt, uh, uh, Christianity or any religion is yeah. like belief-based, spiritual-based, yep. but it's also a philosophy for your sure. life. And uh, every other genre of music is kind of a philosophy it, it at does. the same fucking time. It does. Like yeah. the, the metal scene, the jam band scene, yep. everything like that. You're like, this is the way that I live my life, et cetera, et cetera. And this is the band and the music that yeah. like uh, uh, reflects what I feel. So, yeah, I don't see a problem with it at all. Yeah. Like, no, I, yeah, I didn't yeah. mean that yeah, by no, any no, means. No. It's a good what topic. I'm, what I'm trying it's to, to really get at is just because I, I grew up in the church so hard is I just always wondered is is a big part of being a Christian is being meek. And and yes. as well, not being yes. a Pharisee, which yes. is to to, yep. to use the Lord as Philistine. a monetary yeah. game. <laughs> I think it's the Philistines, bro. I think it's Philistines. Pharisees. <laughs> I'm sorry for saying the Philistines. The Philistines is who David destroyed and David and Goliath. That he fought against Goliath. Sorry, got him mixed up. I've had a couple of drinks. Tonight. You're okay, buddy. Anyways, we're gonna go a toe to toe on Bible trivia. See you at the <laughs> end of the show. You'll probably smoke me. I'm not. Yeah, I will. But sorry, but the whole point is what I'm trying to get at is that it's just. It's it's strange to me. You don't ever see. I don't, and I don't know. Like maybe there is. Uh, maybe there's Muslim rock bands that I don't know there, about. There are. There. I mean, there's groups that are. So that this is a thing. This is and a I'm thing. fine with it. And I so just wanted to because, know because Glad I mean, you're okay look, with it. The thing I, is, though, using religion. I mean, I'm, using that yeah, that scope. Mean, sorry, I'm not, I have nothing sure. against Muslims. For it's fuck's use, sakes. <laughs> fuck this guy. It's using a. Uh, it's using a, uh, an ideology. To try and market and like meet and to make a monetary yeah. gain over it. That's sure. all I'm trying to sure. say. And, and and in my mind, it just goes it goes against but, every pillar that is, what if, is in it. What if these people that are actually putting this music out believe what they're saying? Is it wrong? I don't. And is then it, also, art is a form of what expression. Expression. So if this person's like, "Hey, man, I legitimately feel like God's put this band on my heart." Of course, I'm gonna talk about it. And, it, and you know, if you guys want to buy my T-shirt, yeah, help help support this. That's great. Yeah. If not, I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. I, I think I think if John Foreman from Switchfoot, I think if he didn't make a dime, he would still do what he's doing. Yeah, for sure. I don't think he would care. Of course not. You know, like obviously you got to provide for your family. You got to feed your kids. You know, you got to do those as a as a husband. You have to you. Sh- should do those things. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to say what you should be doing. Like, you know, whatever. Like, I feel convicted if I am, a, you know, I'm a husband and my wife say, you know, she, something happens, like she's sick or whatever. I got to provide. Totally. That's on yeah. me. I need, you know, I, I made a covenant with her before God. I'm going to take care of you through sickness and health. Yeah. I'm going to do it, you know? And if I had to give up playing shows that I feel like were for God, I would, I would say, hey, this is my first duty is to take care of my wife. Yes. You know, so um, I can't say that for John Foreman, you know, like, I don't know. Maybe he's just, I don't know. So I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a good topic, though. I really like the It's discussion. just interesting. It is it? interesting. Yeah. Because well, in every other aspect of it, it basically comes down to uh, what and I guess that's what it is. It's your your own philosophy about what you should do with the money that you made based on the the people that you sold your yeah. your your creation to. The yeah, the difference. I just think that there's a slight difference. We're talking about this, and I agree. If you, you should keep your money regardless. I'm just kind of being devil's advocate here. <laughs> no pun intended. And we're just no, talking. Uh, no, it's but, good. Man. It's good. <laughs> but it would be it, it's like the difference between what somebody like Switchfoot is doing or sure. what they were doing. Whatever. I don't know if they're still doing that, but. 
the difference being like Rage, Rage Against the Machine isn't like going out on behalf of the, the Democratic Convention, right? So like they are, but but like they are. not they used it. They not used, in the sense where the DNC, not, not not in the sense of the DNC is like funding uh, uh, festivals for them to be headlining. You know what I mean? I mean Bruce but, Springsteen played when uh, I mean, Joe Biden dude, got elected. That's true. That's what I'm saying. That's true. Politicians fund. Bands. That's true. They do it. I think you're right. That's true. Listen, listen. With politics, there's nothing off the board. That's true. No, you're right about that. Politicians fund churches. They fund bands. They fund anything that's going to get them to be able to get people on their side. That's that's true. A thousand times more crooked than than any religion. (laughs) Let's talk about the Catholic Church real quick. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, about. But Whatever. but but the but no you're right though. Uh, Who played but for Donald Trump but again was it three doors down three doors and down. nobody else? Yeah. Well, there's an interesting Sorry, story about that where um, there was uh, back in like Lady Gaga too. Ba- couldn't get her. Like, <laughs> yeah, good luck. I don't think the DNC could get Lady Gaga. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, anyways, um, there uh, you know years ago. The CIA, I told Billy about this, he doesn't believe me, but it's actually fact. Uh, the CIA started a, um, a uh, th- they created a business, right? And then through that, they used it as a shell company to fund a tour for Nina Simone to uh, tour through Africa. Sure. Well, I forget the exact country, but one country specifically yeah. because it was... Uh, it was a communist country and they were using it to try and spread, um, Western culture, Western ideology. Exactly. Yep. And that's what they, they do things like that. They do it all, all the time. The t- it's just propaganda. So right. What, so you're what, right. That's yeah. What, that's when it comes back down to, it's like, you have to have your own faith. You have to have your own ideas. You have, it, you have to be you, man. And no matter what the narrative is being pushed, you, you can be you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there might be aspects of certain political parties that I agree with, but I, as a whole, don't agree with every single thing that goes on in every single one. Yeah, of course. You know? Like, do I lean a certain way? Sure. Yeah. And do I align myself with some things? Yeah. But it's not everything, you know? And so that's what you just got to be. You got to be careful about, like, I don't know, what you let into your brain, what you let in your heart, what you let in your, you know, everything going on around you because – People are historically manipulable. You know, they're malleable. People are very malleable. Right. And if you, you know, if you start find yourself getting that way, man, hopefully there's somebody around you can pull you out. That's where you have like, I don't know, you get friends that go off the deep end. You know what I'm saying? You got friends that just go off the deep end into this like paranoid conspiracy theory fueled depression, schizophrenic, whatever you want to call it, man gotta pick those people up man you gotta get you gotta get them out of that mindset bro yeah because historically people have been that way you know yeah they're so. usually all the great philosophers of our time but uh, or, or of other times what do you mean alex jones bro yeah <laughs> <laughs> that guy is a fucking wild Woo! man <laughs> that guy's a wild yeah, he's, man he's entertaining though man he's, he's entertaining. entertaining as fuck entertaining. I, yeah, I, mean, I don't i don't i don't think uh i don't think everything he says has been has been good Obviously, the whole, the whole Sandy Hook thing has just been not good. Yeah, there's also a lot of things that have been m- misrepresented by him. But e- either way, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a lot of so – it's a fucking – he's a wild boy but regardless. You, I mean, the whole thing is – like, talk, Talking you, about Alex Jones? Yeah. Yeah, we, we started going – I heard about, Sandy Hook, and I was like, oh, yeah, God. No, we're, he's, we're here. We're, uh, this is actually switching to the Joe Rogan No, podcast. 
guys. Yeah, yeah that's what happens when you walk away, Bill. You got to keep us in the rails Joe over Rogan here, bro. Experience. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> day by day, Joe yeah. podcast all night. Yeah. All day. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good intro song, actually. We need something like take that. It, take it, take it. Have you ever tasted heaven in a glass? Do you pine for the hoppiest brews and palest ales? Do you like food? If so, then Wicked Barley is the oasis that your mouth has been wishing for, walking into the complete barren wasteland that is your life. Wicked Barley is located in Jacksonville, Florida, nestled on the banks of Goodbeast Creek. Wicked Barley aims to provide its guests with a wicked experience, offering over 18 house-brewed beers, ciders, and meats on tap. They also have an expansive gastropub-style food menu, including burgers, salads, sandwiches, and more. Whether you are a newcomer or a craft beer connoisseur, there's a little something for everyone at Wicked Barley. Visit them at 4100 Bay Meadows Drive and tell them Bottom of the Bill sent you. Yeah. Uh, uh, what were we saying about Alex Jones? Frogs are gay or something? We're just talking Frogs about are how, gay, yeah. I was talking about how malleable people historically have been. I know. You know, and it's like you got to really watch what you're putting in to your head and what your heart and stuff like that. And like who, what you're listening to because he was talking about the whole flipping CIA thing torn through Africa, spreading Western ideology, and, I mean... It's not real, yeah. That's... You I don't, don't... know, dude. Like, like you're... <laughs> like, Billy doesn't think that... Even though we have facts about the government doing fucked up things in order facts. to push their agenda, he just refuses to believe things that, that we know are true. Well, I tell you what. So, let's put it this way. Don't believe it, and your life will be a lot simpler. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely true, it. but it's also just like, you know... It's almost ignorance is bliss. Well, I guess. my thing is too. Okay, so going back to the whole social media thing, dude. I don't know, man. Like people get you get so wrapped up, and you get people pissed off behind their laptops, and then like what what good comes out of that? Nothing. It, nothing. Nothing's what ever good would come out it's, of it. We're, it. What we're turning into are the boomers that would watch TV and get pissed off at the news, and they still do it. <laughs> they still do well, it. Well, that's well, that's what we're that's what our generation. It's turning into, bro. We're going to be the new boomer is our freaking cell phone firing off freaking tweets or whatever. You're getting pissed off about X, Y, and Z. I'm like, dog, just live your life, man. Well, <laughs> just I will freaking say, live your life. I'll dude. say it's this. Life's too short. I'll say this. I'm a, I'm a big evolution guy, okay? Sure. And I believe it's like an adapt or die kind of situation. Sure. And the people that don't use social media correctly mm. will at some point Oof. be consumed and they will fail. Right, uh, th- social media is a like can be a terrible thing, but if you're trying to like, create a business and you're trying to to uh, you know survive in the marketplace today, mm-hmm. I think it's an important tool to have. You have to have it exactly. And there's a, a, but there's yeah. a balance to strike. I don't watch uh, the news on television. Yep. I can't. People take our age that don't. Shit. People our age don't. I can't take it. Yeah. I listen to uh, more, like you know, some podcasts. Sure. I, I get my my media from certain sources, but I make sure that they usually have both voices on there, mm-hmm. a right a right and a left voice, and but then it's still opinion based. And it, that's it doesn't matter. I'm getting both sides. I'm getting the conversation in a in a in a in a matter that's not so combative. It's just it's just a conversation. Yeah. So when I so when I can talk about these subjects, like I can I can understand both points of views and i can like not get pissed at the person i'm speaking to about it except that when you if someone makes a post about donald trump or anything just anything on facebook <laughs> that's political 
unfollow Dude. period yeah. i don't want to see yep. it i don't yep. have time to get upset about your opinions i just don't i go i go on social media for fun that's, that's what, that's what that's i yeah. that's what that's what my aim is that's go what for it is cat, my aim kitten is. videos for mostly stupid memes yeah for fun. Stupid memes. I, I love the memes dude like fart it's videos hilarious really good dude, TikTok. You know, i gotta you know show you youtube used to be yeah it was amazing it's still great like, it it can be it can if be you're you got you got a bunch of freaking idiots on it now though. Well, you got it. You got that's that's the thing about you know being proactive on your channel on on your things and like you know making sure that it it will show you what you want to see if you're proactive on the channels yeah. right and like you I don't know like to me it's just it, it's a tool to be used like anything else like like you know sure. like guns like they can kill people right and they do kill yeah, people they do. however. Uh, it's it depends on who's using what the tool, are we doing right? Now? I'm just saying the social media. <laughs> hey, I, okay, so you okay? I'm gonna go back because you made a good point. The evolution, right? You're, yeah. You're big evolution, adapt or die. What do you think that life is gonna look like in like 50 years? Do you think it's gonna be uh, a lot of virtual reality type stuff? Yeah, totally. Like Matrixy. I think we haven't talked about that in a long I, time. I yeah. think I think the more, especially with the what's the flipping meta or something. Oh, the meta. Yeah. Zuckerberg's pushing. So it's just what it's called. Like, what, like, it's what, like, like the what is it's that? the it's the parent company. I didn't even look into it. He ain't gonna change Facebook or Instagram or nothing else. It's so the comedian be called Meta on top of it. So and Facebook's gonna but always that's be called the way Facebook. it starts. Oh, hold on. Hold Have on. you ever seen any? Sci-fi movie. That's the way it starts. It's true. It's not going to be that big of a deal. Yeah. You know, we're just going to introduce this new thing. Oh, my goodness. Meanwhile, no. everybody's got VR headphones. Oh, it's so great. It's so fun. No. Look at this world you can be You're in. You're right. So there's a part of that. So the, the, the comedian Ari Shafir had a really good point on this. And uh, Mark Norman had a really funny response to it. But he goes, like, look, it's just Facebook. Uh, starting another corporation called it's a parent company they're just gonna move all the funds over to meta and then when they get sued for all the fucking crazy shit on facebook they're gonna say oh facebook only has a hundred dollars sorry it's all a meta you can't sue meta we didn't do anything so uh that's what ari shafir was saying and mark norman was like that's a real jewy answer <laughs> oh, oh wow yeah it was hilarious this is a shock podcast dude. yeah whoa well, <laughs> oh. He's paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing. Well, that's what he said. That's I'm just. Said. That I'm is what him. somebody else said, and not you. That's not what I said. That's what Mark Norman said. Okay, I'm just make sure that we have that on the record. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. I wouldn't say that, but you know, it is a hilarious perspective to have, though. Like, you know what I mean? Because like, it's just saying that, like, yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna shift the uh, gears. Not gears. We're just gonna shift the the liability. liability. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's just like that's why you have an LLC, right? Is you have an LLC to to to, to 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 remove yourself from any yep. liability. Yep. If you, yes, you do. get electrocuted on a gig, yeah, that's not my fault. That's side hustle's fault. Side hustle's side. got no money, so yeah, you can't they sue broke. it. Exactly. So who side pays? Who pays for my hospital? It's bills. basically just a fucking wash at that point. That's not fair. That's what an LLC is. So I got to get health insurance, man. So I, I got health, health insurance. insurance. So you're good to go. I have um, I have emergency health insurance. I got the most bobo health insurance. I bet I bet I got you beat. My deductible is ten thousand dollars. Mine's ten thousand too, baby. I don't even oh, have health insurance. Right there, so fuck you both of you I love it. He didn't it. even stop. He was like, "I'm slapping that." I saw. <laughs> I, saw I was like, "Nah, man, I'm slapping that joke." <laughs> but yeah, all right, cool. You must have Aetna then, right? I don't know what the flip I got. Freedom <laughs> of life. Freedom yeah. of life. I don't know, man. I just know that my new insurance, because now I'm married, kicks in next year, and I'm going to have some really nice insurance. Baby. I got mine because Obama said if I didn't get it, I was going to have to pay $900. And I was like, all right, guess it's guess time for me to Guess what? That mandate's gone. No, I know it's gone. Then I was like, hey, well, did, you, did you vote for Obama? Of course. How did you feel about that? 
about Obama. About Obama. Uh, I see him right there on your on your laptop. But he said, "Hey, if you don't do what I tell you to do, you have to pay nine hundred dollars." He really likes that kind of thing. Yeah, you like that thing. He's a socialist. Like he likes that. that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think that health health insurance I think, should I think, be covered. I think some, uh, some should be some tar and feathering needs to happen. I don't. Think, <laughs> I don't think so at all. I think I think some politicians need to be held in check. No, no absolutely down, not. I feel like not an anarchist. We're like the last country to get on the fucking train with it, and then it's just like every single argument that you have is like okay but look how they do it over here and they're doing it the exact same way and yeah just all the, know, the pull back it's and such fight a back. nuanced conversation that it's you can't just nuance it is why man. would my thing is why would you want to be like other countries i i don't just think i don't care what norway's doing i, I don't care what germany's doing of course but it's more of just like you know, I, you know what i care about what's happening in my house that's what i care about sure what, if, what affects what affects me and then what affects the circle uh, my immediate circle. What happens with this circle outside of that? I I just I just believe that you know if everybody was on the same playing field that everybody and the standard of living would be better for everyone continuously. That so sounds awesome in a good. It sounds it sounds in a sinless world. Yeah, that, so, that sounds. <laughs> but guess what, dude? What humans are sinful. <laughs> Hinful, humans are sinful. I agree, They're but flawed. I don't think that they deserve to go without health care no, or shelter no, 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 no. or you know, you know what? food. You know what? Then how many? Okay. Or oh, affordable man. living. Okay, I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna go there. I'm just saying. I'm not going there. It could, it could get. It could get bad. <laughs> That's all I'm trying there. to say. So when you ask me, like, it would be, it would be lighthearted, but I wouldn't want to like offend you. It's so not. It's, I mean, it's, it's not about could, offending anyone. Argue, here. It's about offending people out I, there. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. It's I true. mean, you could argue the My, same the same way with like the mandates that they're trying to do for mass mandates and everything like that. Um, Americans are still just like. I'm going to do okay. it my way and I don't give a fuck about anybody else but me and my own. And then it's just like, okay, cool. But then but you also affect everybody else around you. And it was the same fucking concept with healthcare. But the thing is, it's like not everything is a is this is universally the same. Like not every instance is the same. Yeah, you know without a doubt. Like, I'm not saying that it's it's the same. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not I'm not gonna go through the whole I'm so sick of COVID. I don't even care about that. You about asked that. <laughs> I'm not I'm not even talking no, we were talking about like feeding homeless people. We're not talking yeah. about yeah, that. Yeah, you course. brought up you brought up math mandate. You did bring up math mandate. You brought that up. You asked me what I felt about Obama and healthcare and we we're talking about whatever. It doesn't matter. Well I asked, well because you said if I have let's go down this rabbit hole. Like, Where this whole conversation start from? I don't want to go down this. Yeah, let's let's really podcast. see who the culprit is for this. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I just. I don't know. I just have a, a an idealistic world where it's like everything that you need to survive is fucking. If you don't have it and you can't get it yourself, it's provided. That's in great. A story. That's awesome. I mean, I would. That sounds great. Yeah. But the thing Love is, it. it's like it, it, it doesn't stop it right it there. It, it does sounds great. It sounds great. It does it work awesome. and it does exist it's in cities. Sounds amazing. And where? In Vienna, Austria, no, it, it works perfectly. It sounds in Austria, great. where in they just. Vienna. Okay. Yeah. It all sounds Austria. awesome. I love it. Sounds great. <laughs> sounds uh, good. It let's does say it, it always works in theory. But you know what, dude? The people at the top. It's been working since the 20s in Vienna, Austria. Yeah, no, it sounds awesome. Love it. How big is Austria? It's, it's it, about it, a, a hundred to three hundred thousand people. How many? How many people in the United States? Three hundred fifty million. Exactly. It ain't, it ain't gonna work here. We have the infrastructure. To, it ain't gonna work here. We hundred percent. <laughs> so uh, sounds like a good time for unpopular opinions. Cut the mili- cut the military in fucking shambles, and then yeah, you can. Sounds awesome. So well, I love all those ideas, Bill. Keep we can get coming. Invade. Okay. Keep coming, bud. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you go first. Me? I'll go yeah. first? Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Definitely change the subject. There hasn't been a good Disney movie since Hercules. Dang. That's a good one. 
<laughs> you know, I hate all the new ones so much. But like Frozen's every single good because you're not twelve never, years Frozen's old. Frozen's good, dude. No, it's okay, not. Okay, so I'm married to a kindergarten teacher. Yeah, I've seen the Disney movies. I get it. Frozen's good, dude. It's just not the same, and it's not good. No, it's you're just not like freaking. Eight years old anymore, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's <is> true. <laughs> that's what it is, bro. It did come out in 1997. You nailed it on the head. I was eight years yeah. old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at that. But I, I just don't. I don't. I don't like them. I don't well, like. I mean, that's fair. You're 30 something, right? I mean, yeah. Not to yeah. like Disney movies is okay. I mean, it's probably pretty good that you don't like them, right? But Disney a little weird going to the movie theater like, by yourself to go to watch be good Disney for, movies for like every age period. Like they're just heartwarming movies. They were when they were putting like you know uh, fucking uh, uh, dicks in the background. They were putting and subliminal stuff. messages. Subliminal, dude, that's have you those seen subliminal that? messages. That's not a conspiracy. That's real, dude. Yeah, without a doubt. That yeah. is. That's why. That's why we. That's why adults liked it too. They were subliminally okay, getting hacked you, into you, that do shit. You, do you think that it was like subliminal, or do you think they're just trying to be stupid? I think it's a little bit of. I, I, so I, I had like, a weird theory. Dude, let, me, let me put this in there and see if anybody notices. I had a weird know? theory about this a long time ago, and I'll tell you what that theory was. Um, not that you asked, but I'm going to tell you anyways. Okay, do it. Uh, so there's this weird kind of thing with like Disney being like predominantly for children, right? So it's almost like the ultimate lesson, right? That you're teaching children. So they're watching the movie. There's all this weird shit going on in the, in the background that like they don't notice. However, when you become an adult, you become aware of that thing, right? True. The lesson being that you can't really fully trust whatever it is you're perceiving when you're a child, and then as you get older, the truth kind of becomes like reveal, like 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 the 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 I guess like the filth of the world kind of becomes apparent to you so you go back and watch those movies when you're an adult from a different perspective you're like what is happening right now it's kind of like when you're watching like as a kid you'd watch something with your parents and like a disney movie for first yeah just for whatever and they would laugh at something and you'd be like what why is that funny you You watch it as an adult you're like what you watch it all like they put that in a children's movie. Yeah, like, totally. Oh it's the same thing, just with the animation on this side. Or maybe it was so just a, a bunch like, of like underpaid animators that had to work on the same film for four years. I put something I in mean, there. I mean, you maybe. could make that argument. That's maybe. Probably I mean, what I, it is. I, my thing That's is probably it's the what ultimate it is. lesson. Like, there's definitely stuff in there. I don't know what the complete purpose was behind it. Now, could it be both? Could it be like they're just being about. dumb and it's then mostly they put trying it to be funny but probably. it's actually doing something to somebody i don't think anybody in there is pretending that they're morpheus from the matrix they're just like just doing it because they're bored and they're like we could probably get away with this it's probably I mean, it's, it's jimmy it's, we can get away with this if we try that's the end of it there's no philosophy behind that kind of stuff i know but it's fun to but think it, that way it sometimes could, it could affect Cons- people conspiracy, it could, it could yeah, affect you you know what i'm saying you you don't I don't know. I'm not some psychologist. I don't flip a note. It's 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 not. It, it's it, it could affect kids, but it's even more further than that. When when you watch it as an adult, and you're like, "Oh my god, I've been lied to my whole life," and then you realize that's just how the world works. <laughs> it's like the ultimate lesson that you learn. You yeah. know what I mean? Or so maybe, everyone's just lying to you about but everything. Saying that they do it on purpose, or it's not like kids made that movie. It's adults that made that movie, right. and you're just a kid. And then when you're a kid, you're innocent. That's the end of it. Yeah. I don't think anybody's trying to like. Maybe Subliminate, not. Sub, however you say it, like subliminally, subliminally, like fuck with kids. Though. 
Probably not. I'm just saying it's fun <laughs> to think that way sometimes. Yeah, it is. You gotta let your it brain is. go there. Conspiracy yeah. theories yeah, I mean, are bad. What if? I mean, you can't just completely roll it out all the time. That's what I'm saying. That's it's what Billy a, does. That's except a for one. He, awful exa- rabbit hole to go down. Billy, Billy thinks that all conspiracy theories are fake except for one. No, no, sorry. No. What, what you said is that if you believe one, you have to believe all of them. That, that is does true. believe one. That's, that's true. That's not true. But he also believes one of them. It opens it up. No, that's making a blanket statement. That's not true. Yeah, it's not true. I have since, and that was the last one, and I'm out. I think it's okay to question stuff. I think. I think. I think if you like, okay, let me let me just sit here and think about it. You know, like I do agree, it's fun to go down there, but you can't let yourself go too far. Did the, some people go too far? Did the Gulf but of Tonkin actually happen? Open up, yes. Well, you got to open up your third eye, bro. Once, once you open up one, <laughs> though, it just keeps on going. Is all well, I'm, I'm trying not, to say. Well, I'm just saying, did, did, did the if Gulf? If you believe that one thing's no. fake, then you also have to okay, think that everything else could be fake. No. Do do. Mm. I don't know that. I don't think the Illuminati is really like, in the way that people the Illuminati. But I think there are super rich people. That flipping really run crap in the world. Oh, they yeah, definitely, they definitely, they, mean, they definitely influence things. I do think that we are here dabbling with like minor things, and they do it to keep us distracted. I completely think that. Yeah, definitely, that could definitely of, be a real thing. Of, they no, definitely of have course. an influence. Yeah, but I don't think that they're uh, standing naked in a fucking no, forest not, with not like, like campfires like and shit. Not like flipping whatever. That's like outlandish. I'm just saying, like yeah. some really rich people that. Probably can do what they want. Well, they've been and doing they, that for and they, millennia. That's how it's always been. The so, richest people are the ones in charge. Yeah, so I think that could just be just one question: did, did the Gulf of Tonkin actually happen? Did it? Of course, it happened. No, it didn't happen. That's the, the Gulf thing. of Tonkin. Yeah. What do you? I'm trying to is. say. When we, when we, they, they, they said that in order to get oh, into Vietnam. Oh, you're you're saying? They, oh, I, I'm they sorry. said that they said that they blew up one of our navy ships. Oh, you're asking? You're in the asking? Gulf of Tonkin. If, if we did, and if, that was the excuse to to get into to get into the Vietnam uh, War. That's that's Vietnam. That was the reason for us to go to war. And actually, well, it, that's it, like the weapons of mass destruction well, for Iraq. Well, yeah. They didn't have their. Well, that's a loaded question. The way it didn't happen. That's the thing. Is it, it didn't happen. They, it, they told us that it did so that we could get involved in the war. Do people asked still me, say it happened? The, did the Gulf of Tonkin happen and we're talking about it? So obviously something happened. Well, yeah, the lie happened. That, well, so, then uh, how am I supposed to answer that question? No, it didn't yeah, happen? You, yeah, you say, no, it didn't happen, and they told us that it did. So you're right. Conspiracy oh. theories do happen. Oh, so, I see what you're did, so they told people that this They blew happened, up one but, of our ships. But it, it didn't, actually it never happened. Never happened. Yeah, do yeah. the history books say that? Yeah, there was literally it was uh, the, the Freedom of Information Act that passed, and they were able to get those reports and show that it never actually happened. That's so crazy. And so, yes, you're right. If, and then, if then you what's believe, your next? What's your next train of thought? My next train of thought is that, that, trust the government, that bro. is that is that if they could do that, there they're capable of other things. And then I'm every, just saying, keep an open wrong. mind. No, 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 not everything. Just yeah. keep an open mind because it's yeah. not an all or nothing game, right? Yeah, that's just right. Beca- just that's because right. they just because they lied about that. Just sorry. Just because they lied about that does not mean they lie about everything. Yeah. But it also doesn't mean that, it should that everything is real, right? There's there's a reason why the, there's a reason why I'm gonna see at the loony you bin in about it always two years of freaking government. See you there, bud. Dude, I don't ever I hardly ever trust the government. That's why I don't I don't ever endorse politicians. I don't ever endorse people that are if you want to be a politician, odds are I don't trust you. Okay? Yeah, it's a weird like, fucking thing to try a, and be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let me go run for an office. I think I'm good enough. Let me get, y'all y'all follow me. Like, oh, well, man. I have a question. I have an interesting point about that now. If you're an artist or a musician, you have the same complex, right? Because to you believe degree. because you believe that whatever it is that you're creating is worth people's time to go spend to watch it or listen to well, it's it. Well, di- it's different. It's you can think about it a couple different ways. Um, Music, I like playing because I like to have my friends have a good time. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like playing music because 
people have a fun time doing it and they love listening to it. Now, other people who are probably in bigger bands think they're like this big movement and they're notoriously bands have done that. You know, they've uh, inspired generations. They've done this. They've done incredible things. Like Oasis who big time the Foo Fighters, which is fucking wild. Yeah. Fuck you guys, yeah, by the way. Yeah. Just saying. Those guys suck. Come on the show whenever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, by the way. Come redeem yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thunderwall's a <laughs> good bottom song. of the bill. Like, it is um, a good song, yeah. But I mean, I don't know, man. Like, okay, it's, it's almost like that's why you have rock stars who get the ego, they get the ego that they have like oasis blows off the foo fighters you know what i'm saying like it just depends you can't have a blanket statement for everything you know what i'm saying like there could be some genuinely good politicians out there who would genuinely want to do good notoriously though they don't and yeah that's without why I don't, a doubt. that's why I don't, I don't trust politicians and specifically i think you shouldn't trust anybody chasing power I but don't you trust, trust the information I, that they give you. Well, let's you. put it this way. I don't trust too many people in general. <laughs> yeah. But but so don't trust the people that are chasing power. Don't trust politicians. But trust the information that they give you. Trust yes. trust politicians that are trying right. to give away power. Okay. Like Bernie Sanders. Uh, I'll go to my first I would say opinion. Bernie seems to have the most genuine heart about it. I agree. I don't think his stuff would work here, though. I also agree with that as well. Yeah. I don't think... I, I think he Bernie, went too. He went too hard in the paint. Like, honestly... Like, I think Bernie's been about that life. I think that's what it should be, but I think that you need to have a stepping stone between him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's... If you want to change the world. He just... He tried too hard and got... He's, got so he's, far. He's so old. But he didn't, didn't even matter. matter. I, I fucking love my chemical romance. It's one of my favorite <laughs> bands. <laughs> All right, what's your what's your first unpopular opinion? Hurricanes can be a positive force. <laughs> oh man, they can be. They can <laughs> be. They can be. That's how I worded it. That's pretty good. They can be good for some. I do. I'll be it. I do do a lot of charity work from them now. Like I'll, really, you do? Yeah, of course. There I'll, you go. I'll, I'll go make one of those videos and I'll put like a GoFundMe and be like, hey. Y'all raise some money. I'll buy goods with it. I'll take it to the places I got messed up. Well, that's so, endearing. So that's, that's really great. Well, it, this this third hurricane video that I did, I drove up to Myrtle Beach. I think that's Myrtle Beach in Myrtle, South Carolina. South Carolina. I think that's yeah, it. yeah, Myrtle Beach. And it was Hurricane Florence, and I had to go fund me on there. I was like I said, I was broke as crap at the time. I was like, hey. Y'all want me to film another video? I got to go film me up for like 200 bucks. Y'all pay for my gas and coffee and I'll go do it. And someone paid for it. So I was like, cool. So drove up there. I woke up. She actually hooked me up with my wife. She set us up on a blind date. My friend Ashley. And she was like working a restaurant job and in college at the time. And I was like, hey. I was like, come film this video with me. I'm picking you up at like 3 a.m. She was like, are you freaking kidding me? I was like, no. Picked her up, <laughs> drove up there to South Carolina, and I was just going to go where it was windy enough to do it, do the video, like whatever. Get a, Drive all the way to Myrtle Beach. Get there, I, and I see all this. Like, it was like another wind tunnel that was coming down like the main strip. And um, I was like, oh, this will be perfect. So we go out there. We run it, do it a couple times. As soon as I get out there the first time, though, a truck down the street gets out. News camera, lights, action, reporter, everything, and I was out there. Just like a beacon for them. Jesus Christ! I was out there, and and these actually, am I wearing them? I'm wearing not the same color. Oh, dude, they're called UFMs. Underwear for men. Plug Plug right there. Plug. Yeah. Um, So I was wearing some blue ones. They gave me a pair of underwear and paid me like a hundred bucks or something stupid to like do a video in these in these underwear. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And um. 
so I did it a few times. News camera comes out. It's Fox News. Not the local. It's global, wow. international Fox News. And I didn't know it at the time. But they come over. They're like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? What is the purpose? And I was like, I'm just trying to be free and American and party. <laughs> like, whatever. And they're like, you're doing this for viral attention, aren't you? And I was like, I've been viral. Like, I, I, this is just fun. You know, people paid for my gas money to come up here and do a video. This so I just did it. You know, like, whatever. It's a good time. And um, they caught that they caught that little segment on Fox News, and apparently the dudes there thought it was funny, and they shared my GoFundMe on the Fox News. So I just we're driving back, it was like Bing, 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 Bing. I was like, what the? Why are people so? Good? I was like, who are these people? I, was like, I don't know who these people. And then I ended up getting like probably fifteen hundred bucks or like close to two grand or something. Good like it wasn't you. like life changing money or anything, but I was like, okay. What do I do with it? You know, like what uh, I have all this money. Yeah, I'm broke, but what? Do I, like, I can't just take money. You know, yeah. like, I didn't ask for any of this. So I put it out there on Facebook. I was like, what do you guys, what should I do with this money? And everyone's like, buy supplies and or donate it to like a charity or something. And That's I was like, a good idea. I don't want to give no charity. I was like, I know how charities work. They're shady. All right, bro. I don't, I don't mess around with that. Not all of them, but I know what I'm going to do with this money if I take it. And so I have the money. Literally go to BJ's, buy as many things as I possibly can, load up my freaking crappy Subaru at the time, and I drove that sucker to uh, South Carolina, met up with some random, like, it was the Cajun Navy is what it was. The Cajun Navy Army. You ever heard of them? It was like a, They're uh, awesome. Uh, Those guys are bad. Those guys are bad to the bone. No, they uh, got big. They did get big from New Orleans. From, what was their hurricane? A militia. That oh, was Katrina. super bad. Katrina. They got big from that. They got their airboats, and they were pulling people out of the freaking houses and all that stuff. I put it on Facebook. This random dude was like, I was like, hey, I'm bringing all these all this stuff up. I don't know where to put it, you know, like whatever. And the guy was like, dude, come do missions with us. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go do missions with y'all. Go meet up with this dude. I literally never met this guy before in my life. And he's got his hotel room. I was like, he's like, dude, all I got is one bed. I was like. I'm sleeping on the floor. And he's like, all right, good. He's like, I didn't want to sleep on the floor. <laughs> so sleep on the floor. We wake up with the butt crack of dawn. We get going to where we were going to go. We piled all the supplies in the back of his truck, meet up with the Cajun Navy, and they got Discovery Channel there. Discovery Channel's doing a documentary on the Cajun, like Navy, Cajun Army crap. And I was just like hanging in the background, you know, like whatever. I, I, I was way well out of my zone. Like this is like, Run, man like we're gonna go get some people out like type of stuff and what was crazy about this specific hurricane is this was like probably a couple of days after the hurricane had already passed but it had pushed so much seawater in the water was starting to come back and it's starting to retreat and they have all these dams and everything that's in there that was like kind of holding the water back so we're in there we're talking cajun the uh, discovery channel they like figured out who I was and they're like, you're that, it was two British. You're that guy. Oh my gosh. And like, they started talking to me. I was like, this is crazy. Sheriff calls the Cajun Navy. Damn just broke. Oh no. We got to get, start getting some people out of here. He's like, this place is going to be underwater in a matter of like an hour or two. High alert. We're freaking zooming through, blazing through these freaking towns. And we're in these massive, like army trucks, airboats on the back of it. 
I felt like I was in an action hero movie, bro. And I was like, I don't know how I got here. I, I was just thinking, I like, don't know any of these what people. A wild like, fucking, like, just. It was nuts. Turn dude. of events. It was so nuts. And uh, I guess they just thought because I made this video, I was about that life. And I was like, I guess I'm about that life now, boy. Let's go. That's so, <laughs> I had some steel toe boots on and some jeans I picked up at Walmart. And I was like, all right, let's go help some people out, bro. I don't, these guys are like ex military, like. Big old dudes, like you know, they're they're they know what they're doing, man. And uh, we were we went through floodwaters, man. We we're we we're got one guy, one dude out of his house. We dropped off water some to some other neighborhoods that were like blocked in from water. It was like almost like a they were the neighborhood itself was up on a hill, but the water was too deep in front for people to get out. So we drove through with these massive, I mean, big old army trucks. Just drove through. And just, like, dropped off supplies to him. Wow. And it was, like, the coolest thing. I was like, I want to do this forever. This is great. And uh, we need to have more hurricanes. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we don't. No, we don't. After seeing, dude, so I've done it, done it a couple times. Did it in Louisiana as well. And, um, dude, seeing what those, and, and the panhandle specifically, too, seeing what those hurricanes do. I mean, we get we are lucky here in Jacksonville. We are so lucky. I don't know how we've gotten so lucky. I know this. I know because we're, we're in Louisville. It's like back. it's got you know. I talked to my buddy. He's, he's a um, like he does. He's what do you major in? Marine, not marine biology. Maybe marine biology. He majored in, but he said something about the shelf. Yeah, and it's got this weird shelf off the coast here that for whatever reason a hurricane unless it comes in directly and hits us. If it goes up the coast like they always do, it just keeps it off and shoots it off. I'm a knock on wood yeah, for I'm you. From a, please, I'm from a. We do not want that. I'm from South Florida, so I can tell you that we bear the brunt of all of it. You down sure there. do. Most I'm from sure a do, landlocked state, and y'all don't even know what the hell a tornado is. <laughs> yeah. I, That's not true, bro. I tell bro. you what, dude. Tornadoes in South Florida, bro. Don't really? Me oh near, yeah. Nearly really? as bad. You get tornadoes down there. Oh yeah. Big you get time. tornadoes. Yeah. Oh yeah. We've got tornadoes here, man. Not like not like out there though. Those 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 tornadoes. He's are nasty. from Kentucky. He's, not, Born he's, not, he's like from fucking Oklahoma or something. You know what I mean, that's the now, that's real, real shit. Right there. That is real. Fucking tornado destroyed my high school, dude. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. They that call probably... they call those things the finger of God for a reason. But the ones in the Panhandle. What was that gnarly one they hit? Uh, Michael, I think. Michael hit. Yeah, that was a. They gotta start numbering so, these so, hurricanes. I fucking hate the name, dude. Well, my middle name's Michael, so. No offense yeah. to the name Michael. I'm just like, you, I, I can't remember. Like, okay, this. What do you want to name him? The year and the month that it was in. That's, That's good. Well, sometimes you get multiple in one month and one year. You remember the hurricane from November 13? I'd yeah. be like, yes. But yeah. do you remember Hurricane Allison? No. Uh, people, I don't know. People remember like Hurricane Harvey. People remember Hurricane. Oh, I we remember Hurricane a Andrew down in South Florida. Andrew, I'll tell you that that's, much. That's the one. Yeah. Still sure. damaged sure. in South Miami because of that. Yeah. yeah well, freaking the Panhandle. Uh, I don't even remember what flipping town I was in. Uh, close to Pensacola, and um, I raised because I actually, I actually was working a festival out in San Francisco, and I couldn't do a video for it. So I was like, hey, I can't do a video. I'm still gonna put a GoFundMe up if you guys want to like fund it or whatever. I'll go. I'll go take supplies to it. And um, <laughs> I think I got like, I don't know, a couple grand or something. And so I filled up my crappy Subaru again. Me and my buddy went out and we got in touch with a church that was out there and doing some different stuff. But I, re I rode with this one kid and he was a local and we were going around like trying to give supplies and stuff. And he was like, he was like, dude, this thing actually, he's like, I don't know what the news is saying. It actually hit a cat five 
and he's like, there were tornadoes touching down inside of the hurricane. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's the apocalypse. I was yeah. like, that, uh, and, th- and like driving down the road, the things that wind did to metal was mind blowing. Yeah, it, 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 it was, dude, it was so freaking gnarly. We never want that here. Ever, ever. People are like, of course yeah, hurricane. Not. We want a hurricane party. Yeah, cancel school. You don't. I'm want not from here, and every single and my you my roommate was born and raised in Key West, Oof. and I was just oh like, gosh. and I was just like, uh, every time the hurricane was like, okay, so I went. I just letting you know, I bought like about ten gallons of water. We should be good. And just laughing his ass off at me. Yeah. The way that Florida people, no offense, we party. No, no. I mean, <laughs> I you take you like. Fuck yeah, dude. We yeah. get the next three days off. I'm like, oh, I'm going to die. No, no. I mean, it's not all. You're not always going to. It's not always going to be like that. But, <laughs> I mean, the news does sensationalize it, which I used to not understand. But now I understand. Well, I nobody taught me not to watch the news about it. And that's how well, I was figuring okay, so out about it. The, I'm like, well, he said I need to go get water. The first one that I went viral and for. And peanut butter and jelly. The first one I went viral for, the dude Shepard Smith on Fox oh, News. Yeah. He's the one that was like the quote. It's one of the most famous quotes he ever put out. It was hilarious. He goes, yeah, this hurricane is going to kill you. And it's going to kill your kids. He did say he that. He said so, it was something <laughs> along those lines. I remember him. And... Um, that was the hurricane that I went to Matthew. That was the first one that I Matthew, went viral. Yeah. Oh, I remember hurricane that one. Matthew. I and do remember that one. I don't yeah, remember that, what year it was, one, but that was specifically 2017, I think. 2016, 2017. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, 2016. 2016. That's the one that hit during uh week 1 opening uh, uh NFL and I didn't get mm. didn't get to watch Sunday night football that night. So dumb. Yeah, I know. I really hurricanes are I, just, 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 just the, you remember, uh, the power went out. That's all, and I couldn't watch it. It was the Dallas Cowboys. Elliott Smith playing, anyways. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, power to go for us. I if it, maybe that if you just tell me what the game was, and I'll remember what the hurricane. Are you, was. Are you, are you, you classify trivia? the hurricanes? Huh? You got a trivia? I'm good at like weird trivia, yeah. but like the, like uh, hurricanes and stuff, like just normal stuff. I'm bad at. But Lane needs another person on his team. I'm, I'm not. I'm oh, not. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm recruiting out here. <laughs> I don't. I, <laughs> yeah, you I don't trivia recruit trivia, trivia Thursday so. nights at V's Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a. I don't have a specialty, but there'll be like weird ones, especially when it comes to no j- joke like uh, Bible trivia. Like without a doubt, I got that down. I'm good at office trivia. Man, I mean, yeah, I went to Providence well, office, office and grew up good super office like trivia. Evangel- evangel- I can tell you, Michael Scott's uh, middle name. Ooh. Yeah, it's not. It was fun. It was, fun. it was it was fun. All right, let me let me go to the next one. All right, uh, this is a good one, and I was just at um uh what's Hoobastank on Sunday. Oh, you went to this uh, pro girl or whatever. It was, it was free. Girls? Good girl band to I have mean, on not, that show, dude, by the way. And then right after that was the Plain White Tees. Anyways, my unpopular opinion is, if you get famous doing a hit song or album, but the style of music dies out, you should have to start over and try again with something completely different I and don't. a different name. Well, I think that you don't <laughs> have to do that. I think it's unpopular opinion, by the way. You could do that, <laughs> it is but crazy. if I ever have just one song, yeah, just one song that pops yeah, we're up, talking about, I would play that song, and I wouldn't, I would, would not care. I would play that song wherever anybody wanted to pay me. Yeah, I would not give a flipping rip. That's definitely Billy's mindset too. No, 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 no. I said nothing about being like without a doubt. Like you know, you should like still do that. But I'm just trying to say like, don't, don't try to be like, okay, well. I'm Fred Durst, so I'm gonna start doing new stuff under Fred Durst. Well, dude, don't have do you that. Listen to the new Limp Biscuit. That's what everybody is like. It's talking good. About. Is yeah. it good? It's, it is it's good. It's Limp Biscuit, bro. It's freaking good. I, I get it. All yeah. I'm trying to say is, uh, uh, he also didn't come out with anything uh, during like the dubstep era or whatever you want to call it. Oh yeah, gosh. 
like uh, uh, a good example, like uh, from first to last, that mm-hmm. uh, that's the lead singer, Sonny Moore. Yeah, he went and did uh, Skrillex. It's Skrillex, yeah. and he like was just like, I want to switch. Well, and, I mean, and he do that. just he just fell into something. I don't think he was ever. He wasn't really yeah, famous that way, and I can't really think of a, a person that ever did that twice. But I think that's what you should have to do. And I just what about the Bee Gees. No, no, no. What I'm trying to say is this: is every, every any person, and I haven't really ever met anybody that's like, oh, I like it's fucking sucks. I gotta play fucking Stacy's mom for the rest of my life. I'm like, no, you don't. I'd play that song till I was blue in the face. Still, but still, do I would that? do whatever I wanted to do outside of that. But I would, I wouldn't say that you have to rebrand or you. That's have what to do I anything. say. I don't. That's not fair. I don't think you have to do that. Blink 182 wrote how many hits? Yeah, a lot. Right, and they're still blink. Oh, but minus minus uh, Tom. Tom they're DeLong. not. They're not really kind of the same. But they still write the same type of stuff. I mean, sure, you know, sure. What do you mean not fair? It, because if you're gonna go uh, uh, and and create new music and it has nothing to do with the band that was before, at all. But or, the same members. Uh, and again, so wait, so wait hang so on. You're saying you're I, in a band. You you write a hit. I and said then you the, leave the, band? S- the style of music dies out. Is what I said. Okay. And then you pivot. And, and go another way and then still have the same band name, I hate you for that. Why? So you have the same band name, but you sound like something completely different. Especially if you're like a fad band. Look at the Bee Gees, man. The Bee what Gees, about them? They came out like the mid-60s with like fucking uh, uh, the lights down in fucking in Massachusetts, right? And then you have uh, um, fucking Saturday Night Fever or whatever. It's just like... Sure. But they just pivoted. But no, the next step, though... When they got like okay, granted, I'm sure they they were selling a good amount of they records. They pivoted with that. every generation. They just and they they, st- they maintained relevant. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it, that. It's, it's the same members. Though. Unpopular opinion. Unpopular I mean, it's opinion. This here's American. A, you can do whatever you want. Bro. Sure, but it's America. just it's a it's a it doesn't make any sense though. I mean, sh- if you it, it makes me mad. So I unpopular think that's I think opinion. that's what happens. I think that's what happens when somebody really likes a band from their childhood. Yeah, and then that, that same band matures yeah. and doesn't want to write the same exact album. Yeah. So I don't think you have to change your name. I think it's it's the same members, but they're just trying to make something a little different. bit different. Right. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But when you follow a fad and then you get famous because okay. of that fad, for a good example, Limp Bizkit, then... How do you know they're from Jacksonville? They're Those from dudes were Duval, just fucking bro. hanging out, bro. Yeah. They weren't like an L.A. band that no. you just put together following a fad. Those dudes were Those just dudes jamming. Those dudes were just doing it. Dude. Like, yeah, they're they, from like, here, man. Yeah, they're yeah. from... Like I, I don't, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I, I agree. What like, you, bands what, like NSYNC or something. So, Limp Bizkit right? is like, still Limp Bizkit, broke up, And then Justin Timberlake did his own thing. The rest of them, you know, got no fucked. No problem with them. But, okay, but I'm just saying that, like... What <laughs> so, you're talking about this. Okay, let's say, this for example, pop punk band. Yeah. Follow this. And all of a sudden, they turn into, like... Uh, a country band. You would okay. have a problem with that, right? If they had the same band They're name same and everything. Band. What does that ever happen? But only only if they're like it's not, if they're it's, following, it's happened, but it's not happened as if drastically. If they're following fads and everything like that. So I there's hate like that. bands, uh what's the flipping band? Bring Me the Horizon, I think is one of them. Yeah. That band was like hardcore, like really screaming, and then they went to like some a completely different direction in the same name. So some people Really like that new direction, but their older fans really love their old stuff. So you know what they do when they play a show? They play everything. <laughs> yeah, of course. They do it both. You know. But I just I don't like it. And then also I, I was thinking of another band that was kind of like that, like Maroon Five a little bit. It's like that. I just don't, I think people don't like change. I think people put a band in a box and they don't want to hear anything that's like outside of that box. That band that's talking about earlier, Code Code Orange. Yeah. They just put out a single. 
and all of their fans are like, this is the worst crap y'all have ever done, blah, blah, blah. It's not like my cup of tea, but I don't think it's a bad song. You know, I could see how true fans could be like, this is so bad. But the thing is, you still have all the old songs, and they still play them. Sure, yeah. So I don't know. I don't get it. It's just weird to me, like, uh, like hearing or not even hearing just like talking about it, like we are now like if i got famous off of one song like i'm still gonna fucking play that song and i would too but then it's just like every time you see those bands now they're like trying real hard to promote their like new album and nobody gives a fuck all no, they want to well, hear the is thing, that well, what hit. are you gonna do what are you gonna do well, change a, your uh, name, start a new band, and do it that over makes again. Zero sense. And a lot why? of them, you a lot of them you've already you've already struck gold with something. Yeah, exactly. And, and why would you give up all those years of hard work and touring and promotions? A better and, question is why would you try to fucking do something different when do what you were doing is already you mean, working? Why would you try to rebrand like Dude, every no. fucking business does in their in their in their like in 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 their existence? I have a point here. I think it's a pretty. No, good you point. don't. It's I dumb. Really do. It's dumb. You're dumb. I think it's different it's if point. you look dumb. I don't know, man. I do look dumb. I think, but, in, I, think I think if you really feel passionate about a band and they change their style because they're older and they don't play pop punk stuff anymore, you shouldn't shame them for it. They it's it's odds are it's not going to be a country album that they put out. Yeah. Odds are it's going to be some form of rock. It's going to be a little bit different. You might not yeah. like it at first. There's albums that I didn't like at first, but they grew on me, and I think they're awesome now. So. You can't say that a band should or ne- they have to do this, you know. What about like, like a Pepsi and Coke? They've changed over the like their, their logos and their brands have changed over the years. What are you talking about? I'm just saying that like bands can change with uh, it's just a business and like you're tr- you're trying to stay relevant and change with the times. That's all. That's what you got to do. I mean, look, look, the Rolling Stones did fucking Ruby Tuesday and then like 30 years later did one hit to the body. You know what I mean? Like, comp- like one is like a new wave rock song. The other one's just a fucking acoustic, like sounds like the Beatles wrote it or something. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you're gonna go that different path, change your- so the Rolling Stones should have changed their name. I didn't say anything about the Rolling Stones. I said the new stuff that you're gonna do under a different. So then name. you should then, in theory, and start over. In theory, again. a band would have to change their full name every single time they wrote an album, because not no. every album is gonna be completely the same. Well, no, that's not, I mean like I'm talking about like a serious like fucking change. And Oh yeah, if you got like if you go from uh okay, so you're a a freaking new metal band like Limp Biscuit and all of a sudden you put out a country album. That's what they're called, new metal? What and you oh. new metal, yeah. Yeah. That's like the rap rock rage against the machine type type thing. Never knew. What about Kid Rock? Should he have changed his name? Cuz he went from like a rock like a ro- rap Kid rock Rock's. kind of thing to straight Rock. up country. You like I, liked, I you liked. I liked. Do you like Nickelback? No, his first two albums were I, I liked a lot. And Nickelback, <laughs> this is one of my unpopular opinions. I think that they are not as bad as people say they are. That might be. That might be true. But it's, dude, it's just hard to look past. It's it cheesy. Point. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's hard to look past it, dude. Okay, it's so cheesy. Now, now who I will I will go bat for is Creed. I will go go to bat for Creed. They're any a Christian day band, of the though. week. No, they're not. They, they were. No, they're, they're not. They used to be. No, they were. Not. Scott Stapp had you know he had faith influences. He wasn't ever a Christian, dude. Um, Mark Tremonti, guitar player, freaking rips, dude. Yeah. And people want to give that guy crap. That dude's got some tasty freaking licks. Sure. And albeit, they wrote some freaking good songs, bro. Yeah. Anytime with arms wide open comes on, you're gonna sing it. Yeah. Any, have you ever seen Same thing with Nickelback bro, you, though Have you ever seen The halftime performance From Creed in 2001 Right after 9-11 No It'll <laughs> change Your whole perspective On this freaking band I know. It's, it's okay You know You ever heard of like 
if somebody is in the moment of creating something, do you, do they actually know like it's like gold or if it's good or not? They knew what they were doing when they made this halftime performance. It is the best. Yeah, of course. It is the best. It's a million dollar production. So of knew what was no, happening. no, no, because sometimes those don't always go good. No, but this I mean, was like, phenomenal. Yeah, they had a good night. <laughs> and I, I kind of get it because you can go with like the legacy of it or whatever. Like if Creed just came back and Scott Stapp just started rapping and they started doing like fucking awesome fucking hip hop tracks, you'd be like, "Have you heard Creed now though?" And I'd be like, "Just fucking call it something else, like and start over." It's the same guys, they don't want to. Yeah, and they've worked hard it's to build that brand. Branch, it's just it's yeah. an unpopular OCD been, opinion that I have. Scott, Scott Stapp's <laughs> new like new uh, <laughs> new group. It's the same guys for Creed. I can't remember what the name it is. Oh, let's just call it Creed. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm right there with you, and uh, it was sensical. This is an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> it's a subjective uh, it's good, opinion. It's good, it's good conversation. And I, I will yeah. also say that your, one, your, the point that you made about Creed is the same point that I'd make about Nickelback. Sure. It's it's like, yeah, it's cheesy as shit, but it's it's like they're good players. The songs are well written. You might not like them. That's Anybody fine. I don't be like Nickelback either. Fucking player in the but Nickelback. Been to the bottom of every bottle. Sure, it's cheesy. It's it's stupid. Hey, that song slapped when I was in like third grade. Yeah, I all was like, of that song's so good. I was in I sixth li- grade. I had yeah, Human Clay. Nineteen ninety nine is Human Bro, Clay on TV. I, had, I think what was it? <laughs> uh, weathered. I, human weathered, Clay. Weathered Human and, Clay. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, I don't know. I just had those two. There's the one with my sacrifice on it, dude. Which one? What? what I don't know what you're talking about. Creed. Was it one? Didn't have it's, that. Didn't they have had some records. fucking. You want to talk about CDs, some like bro. cool futuristic I, the fucking hum, the album cover stuff? With, like the silver guy. Yeah, the silver oh, guy yeah. coming oh, out yeah. and the like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's not like, cover that conversation. Oh yeah, dude. All right, what's your second Creed unpopular rips. opinion? My second unpopular opinion <laughs> is that <laughs> second one. Creed rips. I know. Yeah, I know. If you go off on these. Is Creed rips? That's what fucking Lane said, bro. That's right, dude. Creed fucking. That'll be my unpopular opinion. Yeah, maybe. Creed rips. Um, and Mark Tremonti, man, that guy's awesome. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ! I dude. mean, like in all those, like all of those bands, you have to be a good musician to play in them because your performances have to go off without a hitch. I dude, mean, like that's what it tell is. Tell me another tasty lick other than "Can You Take Me Higher." Exactly. Yeah, I got it. I know it's good, bro. Tasty. It's good. I I can't stand it, but it's a well-written song. But you know it's good. Totally. Same thing with Nickelback. It's the same thing. I'll defend like, that point to the yeah. day I die. It's like all those um, fucking bands okay. like Lifehouse and shit. Like Saving Able. Same fucking just It's just manufactured. Well, it's a fad, bro. Yeah, it's just they, manufactured. That's shit. what I'm trying to say. Punk, and then I mean, if you're going to fucking change it and then do the next fad, you can't be called Creed anymore. What if they don't do the next fad? They can still be there. They're still allowed. That to was my name. opinion. Is is if they do do the next fad, yeah, then you're it, out. It has to be if you do the next fad, then then you have to change your I don't name. Know. I, think pop art, I think pop artists get a pass there for sure. Yeah, big time. Um, all right, so um, Keith Richards is overrated. That's my second. I one. will say the worst guitar solo I've ever heard Sympathy is Devil. "Sympathy for the Devil." I actually disagree with that. <laughs> I think thing, I think it's I think it's crazy. <laughs> still alive. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I don't, I don't. That's it. I mean, do people ever? Do people really think that Keith Richards is like a phenomenal guitar player? The do old rock that? and roll guys believe that he's like fucking amazing because of he's, his approach to the way he he's played legendary. The instrument. Like he's just he's like, like iconic. Look, like, man, he's yeah. earned it. All right, he's earned not goat status, but he's up there. You know, he's flipping. He's done something for the scene. He's like the Ringo of guitarists. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like trademarked that. right yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually that's kind of goes into my unpopular opinion, but we'll we'll keep that for later. I'll do my last one, and it's interesting how uh, the conversation has made it into this, but I said 
I think social media is about to hit its peak and become uncool unless something drastically changes or something new starts. I agree. I think people are getting sick of it. I think something new will start, and I think it's going to be a lot like virtual reality. I had or something like that. I think that's where it's going to go. I hope I'm dead before that happens. I don't care. Uh, I feel bad for my potential kids in the future. (laughs) Um, They got to deal with it. But uh, oh, hopefully, man. hopefully, Poppy will raise him right. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, I don't know. I, I was on it the other day, and I'm like, what am I doing? This is stupid. Yeah, and you uh, I agree I, with it that. It was like every like third post is an ad or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. like it's yeah. just getting, it's just getting. I, I feel like it's, uh, uh, it's losing its edge. You, are you yeah, on TikTok? I agree. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so TikTok. That's I try to stay off of that because of how addictive it is. It is very addictive. I get on there. I go like once a month at night when I'm like barely awake, so I can just scroll and through it, it and then fall asleep. That's, that's like that'll be it. That'll be it because I know if I so it's during the day, that's like probably two or three hours of me just like. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty also, funny. Where did, that, where did that time go? I could have uh, done something way better with my. But then life. every yeah, now and then it'll be like a fucking ad for like uh, how to sell real estate or some shit like that. I'm like, what? What is happening? Yeah. And, and but if you go bro. on Instagram nowadays or Facebook, like I don't even fucking go on Facebook anymore. But Instagram nowadays is just like. It, every like two you know, posts is an ad. I'm just like people are gonna get sick of this, and then it's just, I, I, they're gonna I, leave. I usually post more on my stories than I post on like the the static feed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm bored with it. So bored but with it. Can and be I feel fun. like I like to see what my friends are doing. You know, yeah. if they're out. You know, hiking. Was that Zion National Park? Had some friends out there. I was like, that's cool, man. Like, yeah. Then that's oh wow. They did. They took a Prius out there. Like dang. Yeah. There's know, a, like, there's a balance with the social media thing, but I do agree. That it is going to become such a, it, it is so ubiquitous that I think there's going to be like, un, like a movement where it's like, you know, oh, it's social one, media is like not cool, guys. That's what and I mean. It's going to be like the new hipster thing. And yeah, that's, what I'm, pop- that's yeah, yeah. what I'm I saying. I agree with that. I yeah, see, but I think there's just going to be something new to take its place because people like to socialize to some degree. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. It'll go back it's, to it's what gonna, it was before, but for I, for at least mm, a period of time before. It's, it's before. so easy though with the phone, man. I th- I don't know if it'll be social media per se. It might be something different. That's why I think if they, it's a virtual reality and people have like. What they're kind of doing already is like virtual hangouts. Yeah, I could put on my virtual reality and I go hang out with whoever I want to. Yeah, you know, interesting. I think it's going to be more and more geared that way, and it's going to be a lot more incentive driven to be, hey, just stay at home. Like I thought it was going to happen with the flipping COVID lockdown. Just stay at home. Everyone's going to be buying virtual reality headsets. We guess what? It's too dangerous to go outside. Yeah, just put this little flipping virtual thing on. You can hang out with whoever you want. Oh, they're trying you know? in some places. They're I'm trying. sure. I'm sure. I know Austria is locked down. <laughs> and they're ninety four percent vaccinated. That was hilarious. And they're all locked down. Even the vaccinated are locked down right yeah, now. Yeah, that sounds like a great place. Sorry, to mean to jab that <laughs> towards the end of the conversation <laughs> here. That's right. They're locked down and their government subsidized fucking home for free. But anyway, keep going. Sucks. Oh, they're yeah. doing all right. Sounds awesome. They're doing all, all right. right. My last unpopular opinion is yeah. that the Foo Fighters are better than Oasis. All right, that's not unpopular. Well, I guess oh, technically, actually, technically, it is unpopular. unpopular. Foo Fighters. Blow them out. Yeah. I, I can't. T- I can't. Besides Wonderwall, I can't tell you another Oasis song. There's another song that they had that's a, really popular. I'm sure it is, but you know what? Can you name it? Uh, nope. Yeah, I could. That, Normally, they have I some Foo Fighter songs, bro. I bet you can. I play one of them. Uh, there goes my hero. my hero. Yeah, I mean, like Foo Fighters has some great Living songs. At home and what if I say I'm not like the others? What that if one. I say that one? 
Yeah, uh, I'm just saying, like, they just learn to fly is another one. Rich. They're great. It's, dude, way better rock band. Way oh, better. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the songs, but uh, popularity-wise, no. Well, that just goes to show you maybe numbers aren't everything. I totally Numbers agree. are definitely not everything. Oh, do you really agree with that? Because I totally Because you always agree. tell me that what makes a good song is the amount of people that like it. I say, I say no, the songs Rebecca that you Black make, Friday. nobody likes it. What did you say? I said the songs that you make, nobody likes it. No, no, that's not what you said. And I said, come back to me when you get some numbers. No, well, I just, I just think I'm I make music and nobody likes it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that I showed you Grateful Dead numbers on yeah. Spotify, and then I showed you Taylor Swift numbers on Spotify. What's about that? And then you were like, yeah, so obviously who's the better songwriter? Yeah. That's what you said to me. Yeah. Talking about Taylor Swift. Yeah. That she was a better songwriter than Jerry Garcia and Robert Hunter. If we're talking numbers, yeah. That we're not, mm. but we're, that's not the metric for that's good music. Literally what we're I think talking it's about. such an opinion-based it's thing. Not the music is so opinion-based. Yeah. It's, it's just, not numbers-based. It's. I like bands no one listens to. I like a country artist. I wearing his, I'm wearing his hoodie. Who? His name's Rowdy. <laughs> his name's Rowdy. I don't even like country, bro. I love. There's some Rowdy. good country. Tyler Childers is dope. I love Rowdy, man. Hank Williams. Yo, y'all, y'all go listen to Rowdy, bro. He, he he needs numbers. What he needs, he's a freaking dadgum good artist, man. He writes his own songs too. He's great. All right, we'll go check that's out my, some Rowdy. That's my plug. I guess like the whole point about the numbers thing though is just like, so so what? Yeah, the Grateful Dead is without a doubt like better, but. When that's you talk, that's that's all you have, that's where you have to leave. That's, but that's where you leave it. No, it's not. Yeah, it is because that's wh- where you leave it. Because when to it say, comes yeah, down better. to it, period, it it takes another fucking skill to to sell the music that goes to everybody. Yeah, write a jingle for the masses. Yeah, yes, I agree. There's there's definitely that. It doesn't that's mean it's a better. better song. It just means that it it it's like a it's a it's a jingle. That was marketed correctly to the masses. That's well, all it is. Well, okay. Don't be, first of all, don't be hating on Taylor Swift, dude. I gotta give her respect, man. She wrote a lot of her tunes, right? All I'm saying yeah, is, she's is, not is, a bad songwriter. She wrote a lot of her tunes. The, the term what? "better" is subjective, but when you're talking about numbers, it's objective. So, who's it's not got, objective? Who's got more numbers? There's a lot of things to go into that, but uh, so it's not so cut and dry. But um, who's got billions of plays? That's Who's fine. Got millions. That's fine. It's also that like a lot. It, it doesn't matter, man. We're not gonna get into this whole thing, but like you're the you one know. who fucking brought it up, dude. You're right. I'm, I'm gonna saying walk. the Foo Fighters. I'm gonna fucking dance. Let's dance. You know All right, what I'm let's dance. So <laughs> a lot of the people that listen to the Grateful Dead aren't gonna be on Spotify That's or true. on those things. So yeah, those numbers dead. aren't gonna translate in the same dead. way. A lot of them are because dead. they're dead <laughs> because they don't use those oh, platforms. They, they could be dead. They a lot of them could probably. Thank you. So could a lot of Taylor Swift fans. They all died in drunken car accidents because they're 14 years old. <laughs> just saying. Sorry what? if that happened to you. What? What? <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Yeah. Just what are you saying. talking about? Just saying. Just saying. It's a lot of What are you talking? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. What the freak, dude? Just saying. That's dark. I don't. It's dark. I personally I don't uh, like Taylor Swift more than the Grateful Sounds Dead. Sounds like you like her more than Grateful all Dead. I'm trying I kind of like her more than the Grateful Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to more Taylor Swift than I do Grateful Dead. Let's I, don't, I couldn't. I, I don't know what Taylor Swift song, but I know like a hundred fucking. I really. What's that one song? I knew he was trouble when he walked in. That's a good song. I know that song. I don't know the name big of it. Big reputation. Big trouble. reputation. Yeah. Yeah. Blah! The freaking goat. The goat. Uh, you seen it on YouTube? No. They replaced the. Uh, <laughs> you gotta look at screaming goat Taylor Swift. Trouble. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm it's just, amazing. Like just I, uh, if what w- the metrics that you're going to use about what is better. You just gotta define that before you say what is better. Okay, so what what, what <laughs> makes what, what makes a Taylor Swift song 
great yeah. is the production. Yeah. She's that, not she's not that good of a singer, uh, per se. She's I think she's a good songwriter though. I think she's good yeah. at doing what she's doing. She taps into emotion well. And she's got a lot of producers that make her sound real good. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah, for sure. So what I'm saying is that the Grateful Dead didn't really like, like they don't have that same dynamic. So their songs stand on their own better. They're more authentic. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. I'll so if you listen that. to a Grateful Dead tune, you're like, oh man, this is a great song just yeah. as it stands. Versus yeah. like Taylor Swift, you break it down, it's just three chords and her just saying stuff about breaking up with somebody. And then the producers come in. like and a super high like chorus at the end. She's just like, Wah! Yeah. Like you notice that and you listen to it, every, almost every single song has Yeah, that. it's just, it, there's like a formula there, mm-hmm. which but, is fine. Uh, dude, but it's she, like, does, she does really good of uh, changing. It, it still sounds like her, but she's gone from country. Yeah. To like 80s pop, pop and yeah. then pop and then like and she's morphed into what she is. She started off. She country. should change her so name. Should she change her name? Yeah. No, because Why she not? never was Why? a. She, like I said, and that thing was, she didn't come up as a fad. Well, she's not doing she, fat stuff. She kind of, she does do fat stuff. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't really listen to Taylor Swift as much as you guys, but I'm just trying to <laughs> say 100, 100% doing fat stuff. That 1989 album, man, sound like an, an 80s it's, record. Like, but is she? Is she it's good? Is she starting the fad though? Is that how? I don't think she's a trendsetter. Better she is. I don't, I don't think, think she's so. a trendsetter. I mean, she. I mean, maybe she might be. I don't she know. She could be. I'm just. She's big enough. She could be. I don't know. She's that, and not only that's my favorite part about her too is that she's not only the uh, uh, like one of the like most famous people on the planet, but she's without a doubt the most uh, uh, paid performing musician on the planet. Yeah. Over Bieber, over Bieber, Taylor Swift, oh. a thousand times over. Wow. Not a thousand times, but uh, I guess Be- Bieber isn't. But a thousand times over doing. Grateful Dead for sure. Yeah. I'm just saying, what is better? What is the metric for better? The, the it's metric all for better about is your taste, man. It's all yeah, who you are. Thank you. Yeah. Well, and there, I no, and that's no what number, I said. There's no number you can put on what your better. is. I don't know, man. I'm just trying to have a car with air conditioning. I've said this since the beginning. <laughs> that's all I want. Whatever it takes me. You know, your car doesn't have AC, bro. For five years, bud, and I just what? want that. Whatever we used I to can travel do. on that. He's getting a compressor, too. man. I wish it was that simple, but is but it it's something not. in the dash? What kind of car you got? I don't want it. It's 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 something. It's a it's a fucking leak. This is still you got an AC. You got tube leak. Yeah, yeah tube leak or Dude, something like that. Come on, bro. It's bad. bad. Nah, it ain't bad. Anyways, what kind of car you got? Ford Expedition. Ah, it's a Ford. Whatever. You're screwed, bro. Let's say if it was like a Toyota or something, that's probably pretty easy. It's cheap the next one down that lasts the longest. Whatever. But All right, so that's my last unpopular opinion. Yeah, okay. Well, it makes my unpopular opinion not look that great, but it was just no. I don't think the Beatles are as good as people make them out to that's be. That's like nice. the third time somebody has said this on the on the show actually. People yeah. make them out to be gods. I'm like they're like they're okay. Like they I think they wrote some, they wrote some decent songs, but it's nothing. I don't put the Beatles on in my car when I'm driving. That is true. Like who, like anybody who does, do I'm like a little sus, and you're do probably know, a serial killer. Maybe like a kid when they first discover them, or like, oh, this could be cool. But I mean, odds are they're probably not. Yeah. I think that you have to go back and 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 just realize it's the same thing with Hendrix, right? You listen to Hendrix, and you're like, okay, yeah, I see. I agree. Of the t- like, you're of the time. I get it. But stack them up to like a guitar player now, like even Way ten better. years in the future, yeah. even five years, even of that time, like he wasn't. As a player, I he wasn't think pushing boundaries. Watching Hendrix versus listening to him is night and day. I think if you watch Hendrix, you get it. Now, 
Same thing with Stevie Ray Vaughan. That's another one of my bigger influences. Uh, oh, and he sat, uh, you can listen you to can, him and sing I, at the same time. I can thing. listen to him, but you watch him play. Yeah. And it's and it's a whole other thing when you watch me and my brother, like my dad had a VHS and we literally wore the tape it was out. The Austin City Limits. Yes. She was dope. Wore it yeah. out, dude. It was warped. It's amazing. Now think about it again of the time when the Beatles were pushing the envelope of production. You know, I mean, like they weren't playing shows after 1966, so they were just a studio band after that. They had uh, George Martin working with them, who was a classical composer and who was like bringing in all these crazy string sections and like really just do like. I mean, like they were so innovative in that world. And yeah, I get it doesn't stack up to today what's happening now. But I mean, you have to think about that time, you know, and that's that's yeah. what it is to me, like just. And There's, also, that they, they, they are the reason that I play music today. So I, I have to give them that. Like, they're like, to yeah. me, they're the ultimate band, you know? It's just like, uh, I, I could see you, like, uh, being a huge fan of the Beatles being an influence of you if it was 1971, is all I'm trying to 1970. say. I understand. That's why I said that. And I was just like, and then after they started, and they were huge innovators. I'm not going to say that. Like, everybody else just compounded on that. I mean, they basically set the standard out. for That's pop. That's why I agree with you, too. Uh, they they yeah. basically set the standard they for pop stand- music oh, yeah. for, like, decades well, after the fact. Well, they were the, the first sensational band, in my opinion. Like, Beatlemania. That was, like, a real... Where people are, you know, chicks falling out, peeing on themselves, you know. Yeah. Just That's being, what I'm saying. Just the thought of being around them or, like, whatever. Yeah. I think the media also helped them out a lot, too. Totally, but... And, and also, maybe the lack of... Obviously, social media has changed so much for, for celebrities, because it's like you can peer into their actual lives now. You can see what they're actually doing. Right. And, you know, you have reality shows like the Kardashians, albeit a lot of it's staged. But you feel like you didn't get to know them. Things like Beatles and that that era, if you got a glimpse of them, to some people, that was like seeing God. You know what I'm saying? That was like, I saw the I saw John Lennon. Oh, my gosh. You know, that's like that was their ultimate high was seeing uh, somebody like that they've, that they've only read about or they've only seen in the news. You know? Yeah, but all or those, sh- on the radio all those or shows Bobby and everything oh, yeah, where you see all those girls screaming and stuff, they're just doing Can't Buy Me Love and shit. Yeah. It's not the fucking innovative shit because they're just doing doo-wop a little bit faster. Yeah. Elvis was just like 10 years, not even 10 years before no, that. And, was and Elvis wasn't even too. writing, but he didn't write any of those songs. It doesn't matter. So it does matter. That's all I'm trying to say is like, but... That I'm saying, like with the the Beatles and everything, they're writing those songs, but it sounds just like the fucking yeah, they're, 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 <laughs> the fifties. Okay, but that's not like we're not ta- we're talking about the Beatles as a whole, right? Yeah. First off, their earlier years, like like pre like ni- like 1965 and like earlier, like to you know 1960s 62 era, like they were writing just standard pop songs. Yeah. But they kind of set the standard for what a pop song was from that point on. Right. And what the look was and what the whole what the whole marketing um, uh, strategy was and like the whole thing. Like they were the band that set that standard. Then everyone was trying to be like the Beatles at that point. Sure. And then after that, they started experimenting more with like Eastern music and bringing it into what yeah. they were doing. Yeah. And doing then crazy stuff. And then like Abbey Road to me is like an absolute masterpiece. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's just like it's. I just want to know what it was like being alive in like 1964 as like my age and then just like being like, oh, the Beatles? Like, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. They were they were literally like <laughs> like that's what I think that would be right. They, they were they were like okay yeah the Beatles okay they were Those literally the fucking cool shit though. They weren't they weren't even our age when they were writing that those albums. I'm saying when I I know I'm I'm just saying like think about that for a second though like, that was like they were they were like 26 27 years old like okay. writing these masterpiece records for that time yeah right like I like I don't know you have to I, to me like. They're fucking like the ultimate man. I'm just, I'm just, like, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, 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 delving into his unpopular opinion. That's I it. Just, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. I got people that are, you know, that friends of family or family or whatever that are older, and they just make the Beatles out to be like the best thing that's ever walked this earth. And I'm like, I just don't, I just don't see that. You know? It's, yeah. I don't it's, know. it's hard to like look it's at to, it. It's hard to be at a time capsule and go back. To exactly, that time. that's it what is, I mean. It's hard. That's why I want to know. I've never met anybody, really. I, I talked to my papa. He's uh, ninety-five years old. I was like, you remember the Beatles? Like, yeah, I remember the Beatles. Like, how'd you like him? He's just like, because <laughs> he was listening to Hank Williams Hank the whole Williams, time. Hank Williams, baby. Yeah, that's fine. That's and all I'm trying to say, though. Like, you gotta think about what it was during that time. That's fine. Think about, but, like, you're thinking about somebody who also wasn't of that generation, right? Like, mm -hmm. he was older than that generation, sure. so of course he didn't get it. What I'm saying people is that, that are like all the people that are upper in... Upper 60s, lower 70s right now think that the Beatles were just the best thing ever. Because all the people that you were influenced by were influenced by the Beatles. Think about that for a second. Do you think that's, that's a conspiracy, though? No, who said that? That like the Beatles were set up and that it was all just fake nonsense. Oh, that Paul died in 1964 in a car accident or 66 no. was it? There's 66 no way. I think. There's yeah. no way. You never know. I never I, uh, I do. You got to find someone who looks just like him and then also could sing He's and write Canadian songs like him. He's a police officer, yeah. And then also play bass left-handed. Okay. He's a Canadian police officer. Yeah, they just put some, you know, it's all in the earlobe, bro. Didn't Ringo uh, Starr suck? Ringo the Yeah, so he didn't drummer? he didn't actually play on a lot of their earlier records for sure. Because a, he because he was just more of a of an icon type thing. Well, he was more of just a, uh, there's there's a difference between playing live and playing in the studio. I don't think the Beatles wrote well, any of There's some interview, <laughs> some interview that was, that said drums. that Ringo Starr is not even the best drummer in the Beatles. Somebody was like, "Is Ringo Starr the best drummer in the world?" And I can't remember who said it. Who would like, say Ringo's yes not that. the best drummer in the Beatles? None of I, them. No, Ringo said that. Ringo said that. Yeah, he said yeah. that about himself. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he says like, yeah, he's like Ringo Starr's not even the best That's drummer in the Beatles. Hilarious. Nobody, <laughs> nobody would make the claim that any of them are the best at their instrument. No, yeah. Um, individually, the the claim is that collectively they created an entire culture and influenced generations after them okay. to to take to 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 actually just be that good extremely you know, do you think taylor swift is this generation's <laughs> beatles that was good there was you good. go i mean good. is it that I crazy think, i think so i think i think taylor swift she's is setting the standard of new fucking pop music i don't think that's so. everything that you said i think dua lipa is probably doing a much better job of that with her i have no idea who that the, is there the you go she's using but you know who the beatles are don't you know and you know who taylor swift is don't you i do end of story who's dua lipa <laughs> Which is now no I'm called Future Nostalgia. It's amazing. Yeah, it's actually very, very good. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, uh, I just think it's interesting. Just, uh, just I just want somehow to go to a fucking time machine and just go back in the day, and I just be like, Do you think the Beatles were just blasting constantly, or was it just like, Here's Beatles, and then also Frank Sinatra, everybody, dude, Frank. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I would, dude. Okay, who's Who's the other guy that's kind of in that same? Louis Primo. No, um, he's alive still. Oh. He's got bad dementia. He's like freaking ancient. Oh, uh, Baccarat. No, the other guy. No. Ben, Ben, Pat, something. What's uh, his last close. name? Uh, yeah, no, I saw that thing where he was like his last show, and it was yeah, on like sixty minutes or something. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Lady Gaga. 
Yeah, yeah that's what I said. Bacharach. Yeah. No, it's not. He sings the freaking uh, San Francisco. I mean, I think everyone covered that. Yeah, song. it's Burt Bacharach. That's no, who it's he did not. the thing with Lady, Tony, with Lady Bennett. Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. That's yeah. right. Tony Bennett. Sorry, I saw right. him. When he came to Jacksonville a couple years ago, and that Joker was in his 90s, and he could still flip and sing. And I yeah, got to see Tony Bennett in the freaking flesh, bro. And he's got, like, like full-on dementia. Full-on yeah. dementia. He, but he could sing. He could sing, and, and he, he played, would be... You gotta watch it. It was un, it's thinking un, about it. It is unreal, he's, he's, dude. He's, he's, he's not, not there, there at all. Not there. Thing going and, on? No. Uh, kind of. Uh, a little <laughs> kind bit. of. All right, I mean, but, for real, kind of, dude. Nah, come on. Anyways. Like, Biden... Well, Biden still... He's slipping, bro. That yeah. boy, that dude's got dementia. He ain't there, yeah, but he's, he's, he's there. Bro, I think he's there, bro. <laughs> but that was what's so crazy is like he was in an interview and he couldn't even like talk to anything. somebody at all. Anybody was. and then goes on stage and plays like three fucking encores and remembers every remembers fucking every lyric. word. Yeah. And then he and then he like sang somehow, with Lady Gaga. S- somehow, too. yeah, he's, he's like my friend Lady Gaga. She comes wow. out, she's like, that's the first time he said my name it's in months. It's really good. Oh. It's like it's like tearjerker for it, sure. It's dude, it is. That's powerful, man. It's I'm good. just saying, like, there were also a lot of bands in the 60s, 1960s to 70s that were... They were doing great think, things. I, I agree. Think, I just think that th- there was so Didn't much more... As many records. For me, there was so it's much more that. character in, in those groups back then. I, that's what I think separates them from stuff that's today. I think that there was no auto-tune. There was no, like, you you know, you have a million times to get this done. It was like you had you recorded, like, over on top of stuff. And that's why you have all that natural distortion on the older tracks because of the way they recorded, and they sound like dump, because they just had to keep over-recording and over-recording and over-recording, and that's what you get. Yeah. But I think that the musicianship was probably a lot better, and it had a lot more character than stuff today. Well, That's my two cents. Oh, I don't know if I, I don't agree with that, but I, mm. but I do think that the Beatles still are... I still definitely put them on that on that pedestal for sure. It's hard but to be the like... The musicianship today on, on those records is... Um, nearly perfect and i don't know that i i think they're that's why i think that's why i think they're freaking great yeah yeah i think they're great musicians and i think they have more character i think that's why the older stuff feels a little bit more real yeah than stuff today because you hear the mistakes and yeah. that kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's why I like that. That's why I, I like that, Let yeah. It Be so much. It's my favorite album. <laughs> yeah, because literally that's what it is. It's the it's just them in the studio the entire time, and yeah. I don't know. It's not, it's, actually there's recorded, not a lot of production. It was actually recorded before Abbey Road was, but was released after Abbey Road. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yep. Fun Beatles fast with Tony. I got them all day, bro. I'll tell you the year each one of them were born too. Uh, all right, Lane. What's your what's your unpopular opinion? That was his it? unpopular opinion. Beatles aren't as great as that people was your make unpopular opinion. Jesus Christ! What am I talking it's our about, Lord and bro? Savior? What am I? T- <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Well, um, this has been an awesome episode, man. We appreciate you hanging Dude, out with us stoked, tonight. Stoked to be out here, man. It's been a good hang. Hell yeah, yeah. without been a doubt. A good time, man. I love, I love the diversity of things that we talked about. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if they like it. <laughs> That's because uh, yeah, I'm a I'm an outlier. I just like how we have all these different opinions on everything. It's good. And we're yeah. sitting here it's not good, yelling at each other. It's amazing. Without a doubt. It's, why that, would you yell? Isn't that a wild concept? A wild that concept. you can be friends and disagree? Absolutely. Whoa. Any, any person that has to yell to prove their point Whoa. doesn't have a lot going on going up on here. Up there, yeah. I agree. That's why Joe Biden yells a lot. That's why I... <laughs> When we were talking about you, Donnie too, for that when we, Donnie too, bro. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, but when we were talking about uh, you screaming, I was like, I can't remember the last time that I yelled. It's not, it's not a real yell, bro. You know what I mean? Or screamed or anything. Like oh, that. I. My girlfriend has a good way of bringing that out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking, I, I love you, honey. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, all right. Well, this has been another episode of Bottom of the Bill. Thank you so much, man, again for being here. We appreciate for show, it. For sure. For yeah, sure. Thanks a lot, bud. Uh, we will see you guys next time. Peace. All right. Adios, man.